episode 109. All right. Of that metal podcast. I'm Wolfman Dave. I'm Manny Kilmister. Alrighty. So, you guys might maybe not notice a difference. We got new gear. So, yay to us. What do you mean we do you have like a mouse in your pocket? You did that, Dave. Like, yeah. this is a new upgrade, dude. And <laughs> I really dig it. Yeah. So, you know, I had before in the past, I had the Blue Yeti. Yeah. And I really, I mean, I like the Blue Yeti. Don't get me wrong. But I wanted to get an audio interface, a couple of uh, condenser mics. So that's what we got. You want a new setup, new gear? Yeah, you know, new year, new me. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. So this is a podcast by Metalheads for Metalheads. Um, and so this episode, we're going to have a little bit of chisme, a little bit of gossip in the metal world. Uh, we're going to talk about our some underrated thrash albums that we think are good gems or that people should listen to. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, we're going to kind of dissect um, Loudwire's, what is it? Uh, they had 16 things that metalheads need to they get need, over. They need to get over. We need to get over that. Yeah, we need to get over it. Do you so, agree with, with some of them, Dave? No. Uh, and but I'll, But I'll give my reasons why. So, um, so we're going to get into that right now in a, in a bit, but first we're going to talk about some cheese mess. And after that, we'll get into the metal albums and then into Lodwire's article. Cool. Um, so what are you drinking? Dude, this, uh, pecan beer you say you got from, uh, New Mexico and Las Cruces. Oh, nice. Local beer. Yeah. De La Vegas. Oh, dude! Holy shit! It smells awesome, huh? I love, I love, I love the like the the fragrance of it. Yeah. Kind of like a vanilla. Yeah, dude. There's some aroma, to it. and it's a sweet beer, but it still tastes like beer. It. I mean, yeah. I haven't, I haven't given it a sip, and it, it smells sweet. Yeah. It's not gonna be like sweet, sweet, but it's gonna be good. Oh, I hit the spot. Oh, holy shit. This is very fucking delicious, dude. It's very well-rounded. Yeah, so... It's like a dessert beer. Yeah, right. So we had... Yeah, that's one of the things, too, is like I can't be drinking all of them all the time, you know? Uh, we had gone to... Me and my girl, we had gone to... Um, uh, Ridoso, to Ridoso. Right. We went... Uh, my sister couldn't make it. The cabin trip, for whatever reason, X, Y, and Z, you know, things happen. So she asked, hey, do you guys want to go instead? I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> so we For took sure. the opportunity. We stayed out there. You know, it worked out really well. It was her, my girlfriend's birthday weekend. Uh, and then we went down into the little um, the little shops and everything. And they had, a, they had a liquor store. And the liquor store, sure enough, they had this. Uh, this Their local the, craft beer yeah. section. So they had that there from Las Cruces, you know. And nice. So we're out in, uh, you know. People already know we're we're in El Paso, Texas. We're in far west uh, Texas. Far west, the real, the only real city west yep. of Texas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get into it, man. So one of the things that I saw on the news lately that is still relevant because it's still shit happening and going on. Uh, Corey Taylor's been uh, talking shit back to Machine Gun Kelly, uh, which he's still running his mouth. Right? He's but, still on the news. He's still I a know. thing. I know, right? That's the thing, too, is, like, Why is anyone giving Machine Gun Kelly, like, time on, like, fuck this guy. Dude, 
Yesterday, Diego uh, shared a song. And it was a song with him and Willow. Okay. Willow Smith from the Will Smith family. Was the shittiest, most disgusting <laughs> song, pop really? song. Like, it's so bad that Blink-182 is fucking awesome. Wow. Because that's the kind of vibe that they were going emo, and you, punk. You had to go through, like, you had to listen to a whole song? I just I I I fast forwarded from the beginning because it's like it started kind of like whatever, then I fast forwarded to like the middle and heard like about thirty seconds and I was like I want my thirty seconds back. Yeah, I was like no mames way like it's that shit like where that meme where that guy's taking off the headphones. Yeah, like no way, dude. That's not for me. So yeah. So anyway, so his music sucks. But the thing is, is that like Corey Taylor brings up a good point. He's like. Don't be talking shit about bands who have been doing this for over 20 years plus. Right. Like, it makes no sense for him to be running his mouth and talking shit still. You know? And then again, it, it came from Corey Taylor denying him the collaboration because Machine Gun Kelly wanted to write music for him. And Corey Taylor's like, no, I don't I don't want people writing music for me. Right. Let's write it together collectively or I'll do it myself. And Machine Gun Kelly didn't like that. I was a diss. I just hate fucking saying his name too, man. Yeah. But Kelly didn't like that. <laughs> I hate saying his name. Yeah, dude. It's so fucking... Yeah. He's such an asshole anyways. But, you know, he... What's interesting is, like, he feels like it's okay for him to, like, talk shit to other bands who are veterans. Yeah. And already kind of... Even, you know, I'm not a big fan of Slipknot. Right. But Son Veteranos, you know what I mean? For them to be veterans and already kind of establish themselves in the scene... For, what, 25 years, maybe? You know what he's doing, David? This fucker shooting himself in the foot, dude. Because no one's going to, like, want him for, like, an opening act. Absolutely. You know, no metal bands are going to take this guy serious. Like, dude, like, like no, fuck no. Like, the metal community is united. And so are the metalheads. Yeah, so whenever, and I think the first time he did that, they were throwing shit at him at a yes. festival. Right? Yeah. So As he knows. Should. Yeah. He knows already. He shouldn't yeah. be doing that. Oh, he's got beef with metalheads. Yeah. So he needs to, you know, cut his shit. Yeah. So there's the, uh, I don't know. I find that interesting. Uh, I also wanted to thank really quick new listeners. People have been listening in lately. Uh, Frank, Francisco, nice. shout out to you, buddy. Thank you for listening in. And, um, to our shenanigans and stuff like that. Yeah. Hopefully. Welcome aboard. Yeah. Hopefully there's some new music out there that you may not have known or other other listeners who may not know. Uh, obviously, I see this as a learning experience all the time. So I'm always learning new bands as well. Oh, for sure. Uh, so this isn't something that I'm like, oh, you're a Mr. Know-it-all or anything. You know what I mean? Right. But I like to share music with everybody too. So this is a great platform for that. And for Absolutely. Us to, for us to give our... Our opinion. Our opinion on things. And, you know, a lot of these may piss off some people, may not piss off some people. I like what, I like what you said earlier, like, yeah. like ruffle some feathers. Ruffle, yeah, we're going <laughs> to ruffle some feathers today, especially with some of the the points that Loudwire made, uh, oh, made sure. earlier about getting over some things. It's like, whatever, dude. Yeah. You know? It's Loudwire. So, ruffle some feathers. Who ruffles feathers lately? Fucking Joe Rogan, right? Oh, for sure. So Joe Rogan's in the the news, uh, him and Neil Young, uh, and I'm like, you know what, dude? 
when I first heard about this shit, I was like thinking, just don't let it be Neil Diamond. <laughs> right, right. I don't give a fuck about Neil Young. <laughs> he could fucking pull his music. I don't give a fuck about Neil Young. I'm going to just say it right now. I don't fucking care about him. He's always been a whiner. He's always said dumb shit. Yeah. Even from the beginning, he's been anti-establishment. For sure. He's always been that way. So this is nothing new that he's been uh, complaining about things. Or Do you think he's going to take like a significant pay cut, though? Oh, yeah. For sure? Oh, yeah. But the thing is, I think he might have already made a deal with someone else, probably. Probably exclusive rights to another streaming service right. or something like that. Who knows? I'm not even a fan but, of this guy, to be honest with you. I, to I'm be not either. totally honest with you, I'm not yeah. a fan of him. Neil Young or Joe Rogan? No, I'm a fan of Joe Rogan. Yeah, me too. Now, I'm a fan of Rogan just because of the different things that uh, people that he brings in and brings by. Now, the whole thing with, with Neil Young complaining about uh, misinformation and shit like that. Well, Rogan already made a statement on that. He basically said, you know what? I fucked up. I'll try to do my best to get better information out there for everyone else. And I'm like, cool. First of all, he's not even denying it, but he's also not accepting that he said certain misinformation. But he's saying, all right, dude, I'm going to make a better, uh, I'm going to try better to get better information out there. And just that alone should have been enough because it's like, normally he doesn't even give a fuck. He wasn't, he doesn't even respond. Could we talk about like the pink elephant in the room though? Like so, like him being uh, canceled or people mm-hmm. trying to cancel him? Because I mean that's one thing, dude. And then like, you know, they're trying to get him with the whole N word thing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's just like a thing they're they're trying to cancel so, Joe Rogan. Why? Because he has millions upon millions of listeners. And if you have, once you have that amount of listeners, David. You have to understand that it's dangerous. Like, the government fears that. They're trying to cancel this guy. Who's, like... Why Why does the government need to censor him or to say that he's spreading false information? Like, mm-hmm. I'm totally on board with uh, with Joe Rogan and I, well, I support him not, and I'm a fan of him. But the government isn't trying to censor him. No one's trying to censor him. It's people who are bitching and whining who want to censor him. Those are the people who want him to stop that. But he's not even doing anything. No, but to a certain extent, like, the government does put those, like, uh, I guess you have to do your own research, like, for the for this flu that's going well, around. Well, I mean, I suppose, virus. I suppose. Misinformation. But, but okay, time. let's look at it. Let's take a step back, though, with that. I don't know if I would want to take... Medical advice from Joe Rogan. Why would you take medical advice from Joe Rogan? Exactly. Though? Exactly. Why would you take any of that shit? Sir? I'm, for me, it's entertainment and that's it. It is. Right? Now, what, might have to, what he might have to do is fucking open with a fucking disclaimer and saying, this isn't medical advice. Do not follow anything. That way they're not liable for anything like that. You think he has to open up with a disclaimer? This is not jackass, David. You know what? No, I know. That's his podcast, But people dude. still do like, I mean, dude, look. First of all. People were doing the, the Tide Pod challenge. They were doing the milk crate challenge. People are fucking stupid, right? Yeah, but they, but I, I think I like to say that Joe Rogan's not saying, go ahead and do these types of challenges. No. He's not 
saying go ahead and do this type well of... only when he was on fear factor oh yeah for sure yeah 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 but that was for money for sure yeah you know what yeah. i might do some of those things for money right <laughs> but don't get me wrong but i'm eat look... a couple of hissing cockroaches yeah oh. <laughs> how much would you do it for yeah yeah dude no, would you do fuck it no no hell no i know but okay so going back to that Podcasting is the last, I think, bastion of free speech and being able to... Good point. ...to do that. Yes. You know, the obvious answer, if you don't like it, don't fucking listen to it, right? Exactly. That's the obvious answer. Don't tune in. Don't tune in. Now, some of the things that he's, you know, he's sometimes a dumbass. Most of the time, though, he's spot on on things. You know what I mean? Like, he's a cool dude, man. Most of the time. Most he's of the a time. very knowledgeable man. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Obviously, he knows a lot of stuff because he's he's got a lot of guests. He likes to read, you know. And he's got you know. millions of followers. Millions, yeah. dude. There's a reason, like... Well, going there's back a reason, to that. Yeah, go ahead. Going back to that. My bad. Going back to that. He's a very influential person because of that. I agree. That's what a fair he, statement. What he says, a lot of people are like, oh, shit, you know. Like, once he came to Austin, other people started coming to Texas. Yeah. You know, Tesla... Elon Musk, I think, came to Texas. A lot of people say David, I don't think here. I don't think it's directly correlated because of Joe Rogan. Yes, but I mean Texas. Hey, we is, don't know. Yeah, it's huge. There's a lot for of sure. the, Texas is awesome. For a lot of people, don't fucking like us. You right, know, it's whatever. It's fine. Excuse me. I get it. But he ran away from uh, from California, where the, the taxes, taxes are everything. out of control. Yeah. But also, I mean, also, look, you got, we have to also look at the day and age that we're living in where a lot of things are pissing people off. A lot of things are offending people, let's just say, right, for the for lack of a better term. Right. Like, we're living in this cancel culture yeah. where, where, like, the Washington Redskins are no longer a thing. They're the Washington they're, Commanders. They're the Cobra Commanders. The Commanders. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, interest, I mean, it's interesting <laughs> The to Cobra me. Commanders. I've already <laughs> got the G.I. Joe reference. <laughs> It's interesting to me. Like, I don't know, man. Like, um, there's a lot of those things that, you know, we should be able to say how we feel. And we shouldn't have to always care about other people that we don't know and cater to their feelings constantly. And we shouldn't be you censored know? on this platform because I can say whatever the fuck I want on this platform. Thank Abs- you for giving me this, yeah. this space, David. I appreciate it. Of course. You and know, it, and it, I would be upset true. if the government was to censor me and if I can't say mm-hmm. shit. Fuck and cunt mm-hmm. on this episode, dude. Like, imagine if I was to be censored. Fuck you. Fuck yeah, that. Dude. Don't fucking censor me. Fuck that. Like, you know what? When, when, when people ask me, like, oh, yeah, like, do you do, like, because I tell people, you know, I collab here and there with you. And, like, well, they ask me, like, well, where, where can I listen? Like, and I tell them, like, Spotify, dude. You know, yeah. listen, like, Spotify is, like, the, the platform that I would recommend people to listen to us. By the way, we're on pretty much most podcasting platforms. Nice. I think I think even iHeartRadio, is that what it's called? Right. I think uh, Pandora maybe. YouTube. Uh, YouTube, I'm trying to still set that one up. Okay. It didn't want to work the last time for whatever reason. Uh, but that one I'm going to try. That one I think I'm going to just start uploading my own episodes, right? Like uh, talk with actual physical stuff that I have here. And then... Just go into Apple? your Apple Store and or or your Google yeah. Android and and download yeah. Pandora. I'm pretty sure Pandora I, or or if you if you're not 
Apple, if you're all Android, I would recommend uh, Radio Radio Public. I think it's called. Oh, I used um, to listen to you on yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's great. Spotify is great because that one's free. You don't have to actually pay for anything. You just right. listen to the podcast. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, we it's nice to be able to be heard and not censored on anything. You know what I mean? And also, you know, most of the... Man, this guy hates ghosts. Let's censor him. Yeah, <laughs> let's cancel him. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, you're a, you're a hardcore Slayer fan, and I'm yeah. not a big fan of Slayer. Oh, Slayer fucking rules, dude. Know. If I could, I'd be <laughs> screaming, "Fuck get Slayer, yeah. <laughs> Slayer, dude, fuck yeah!" No, but I know, I know that David, you know, and and I don't, cool. I don't hate them, right? I just rather listen to certain albums, right? Especially Correct. just the '80s. I'll stick to the '80s, and that's it. But and actually, I'm not the only one. A lot of people just oh, like... Oh, no, their, yeah, I've heard their, that. They're 80s, right? Mm-hmm. But anyways, like... Yeah. I don't know. Rogan, Rogan, I uh, I think he's a pioneer. He's he's, thinking, he's doing something right if a lot of people are hating him for, for, for doing what he wants. You know what I mean? Could we say that it's like the left? I mean, I don't want to point fingers, but can could we say that, David? Would that be a fair statement, dude, or nah? Honestly, I don't know. Would, would only... you think it's like the right? I mean, because we shouldn't be making this like a political thing, but at yeah. this point, it, it definitely is. It could be, man. I mean, it could be a. Uh, it could be a. Uh, but I mean, we're not talking normal left, and we're not talking about normal no, right. We're talking extreme right, right, left, right, right, right. You know what I mean? Far off left and far off. You know what I mean? Those are the dudes who become dangerous. Those are the ones who give a bad name. We got another train coming. <laughs> we got another train coming. But yeah. the the ones who embarrass the the normal left, the ones who embarrass the the right, the the normal right, you know what I mean? I would say those are the ones probably who are complaining. You know. So it's to me that's why it's Dude, but this I mean, is a very interesting I, I, topic. I, I, again, David, they want to cancel him saying that he kept saying like the N word, and I've oh. seen a couple of of, of, of episodes right. where he wasn't calling like an African American the the N word. Like mm-hmm. he he wasn't. They're trying to cancel him. So it was so it was a thing with COVID, and then it was the thing with uh, with the N word, and then maybe next week's going to be like a different thing that he yeah. did or so there's said. One, one thing after another right and he actually did another response video to the to them somebody created a montage of uh, or, or an audio clip or a clip of him saying the n-word right with absolutely zero context that's a very unfair and that's not cool right no not at you all you shouldn't be you shouldn't do that shit first of all you shouldn't do something like that and fucking get away with it right. like if it was nothing because now you're attacking somebody's fucking character. For sure, dude. And now you should be able to get in fucking trouble for shit like that. You know what it's I mean? It's called defamation of character. Yeah. You shouldn't It's you shouldn't be able to. Is it libel? I forget what it's called. Yeah. But there's two of them. There's libel and... Oh, my God. I can't. I can't. But I, I forgot can, the other one. one. Right. But when you're basically trying to fuck up someone's character. Right. Know? And that's not cool. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like... Do you, you think? Do you think uh, Spotify is gonna cave in? They're already caving in. They're they're re- removing some episodes. No, they're just giving warnings. I think. Oh, are they removing them? They're removing episodes. Yeah, uh, I think they've removed. I don't know how many they've removed so far, but they've been removing some episodes. 
some of them are questionable. That is weird because they they had one with Maynard uh, Keenan was his name from Tool. Right. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, they yeah. had one with him, which that was a great episode. I don't even. I don't even. <laughs> I don't even like Tool, but that was a great episode. That was a long episode. Yeah, too, that I was think. a fucking great one. Talking about his vineyard. I'm like, shit. I want to go to your vineyard, bro. I want to hang out with you, drink some wine. I don't want to listen to your music, but I want to listen to him and, and talk about shit. That was a really good episode. But who they is pulled this pre- that one, David? But who is this pressure coming from? Like, why? Why are they pressuring? Like, don't do in, don't watch. They like, started fucking losing a lot of money, and it's always money, man. Money fucking talks, dude. Money fucking talks. Someone's really hating on on this uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, they really want him canceled. Because he has a lot of power, apparently. Yeah. Oh, he does. Don't give him boss. Yeah. He's got, a, <laughs> he's got a lot of influence, man. For sure. But let's go over to... We had a couple of deaths in the metal family, uh, in the metal community. And most importantly, you know, we got to stick together, you know? Yeah. So rest in peace to Frederick Johansson. He used to play for Dr. Quillity. Some of you may know him as uh, a guitarist on one of the greatest essential listening, I would say, if you're into melodic death metal albums of all time. One of the best. He was uh, on the gallery. And, um, man, just listen to Punish My Heaven. That song alone, boom, fucking hits you right away. Um. Recently, we lost Marsha Zazula, but this past week, we lost Johnny Zazula. Yeah. Now, he's important because... Within the it, metal community, right? He, yeah. Well, first of all, we're talking about Thrash, right? Today's yeah. going to be our... I'm sorry, we've been talking about Rogan. But <laughs> this is going to be a Thrash episode, essentially. So, we're talking about that. So, Johnny Z, he founded Megaforce Records. He had... He and his wife owned, uh, Marsha owned Rock and Roll Heaven. She passed uh, away not too long ago, too. I maybe believe, like a year ago. I think a few years ago, yeah. Did a couple, she? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's recent. I would say within the three years. Right. Uh, I believe so. And, um, but yeah, they owned that record store, Rock and Roll Heaven. A lot of people would buy stuff from there. They import their, their metal from there and shit like that. So they were really crucial within, like, the metal community in, they its, were, in its infancy. Oh, there were, there were. They were very, very fucking. They needed, essential, crucial. Yeah, for yeah. sure. When they were out in the on the on the West Coast, out in Jersey, New York area, you know what I mean. So what I love about that is they they hired so many. They signed so many bands, Anthrax, Metallica. Fuck, yeah. There were so many bands on Megaforce Records. It was ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love that they kind of, in their own way, kind of birthed. Helped birth and, and and let thrash evolve and let it be its thing. That's a great you know? way of putting it, you know. Um, and what I also wanted to talk about is how they worked hand in hand. And there's some old schoolers out there. A lot of people on the West Coast maybe may remember the old bridge militia that was out of New Jersey, right? Right. These guys owned a huge property they had a huge piece of uh, a huge house so whenever bands were in town they didn't have anywhere to stay they would stay there they let them crash they let they would stay there they would eat they would have beer they could stay there for as long as they needed uh rumors were that i think it was slayer 
somebody or some some other something happened. Somebody wasn't old enough to play at the bar. Right. These guys told them you're setting up in our house. They invited everybody to go to the property. And wow, dude, they, talk about hospitality. Yeah, dude. So like it's interesting, uh, and they've had so many people pass through. Yeah. Uh, through through that place, I know I, I shared an article. I think I shared an article now. Right. Um, and I love I love the idea that that even then there was still something like that. I don't know if we could do something like that these and and no. this day and age. I mean, I can't believe they actually did it back then, dude, without yeah. social media. Like, right. how how did they yeah. they had to call their homies like yeah. on the landline, like, hey, like let's gather up here and plan it out. And and by so that time, amazing. it was it was the. The ro- rotary, the rotary, what is it yeah, called? Yeah, yeah, the the rotary. yeah, 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 the rotary, yeah, 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 the rotary phone, dude. Damn. Those were fucking heavy, dude. Yeah, they were fucking heavy. No such thing as touch tone back then. Nah, man. But yeah, it was interesting, like that they did that. I thought it was so cool. Yeah. Um, now they have a foundation or this charity group, I would say, the the Old Bridge Militia. I forget what it's called. Just the exactly. But they raised they raise money they raise funds for those kiddos who are are not fortunate enough. So it's for a great cause. Yeah, to get instruments. So Dude, they, that's so fucking amazing! Yeah. Hell yeah! So they get them music instruments. They raise up the money for them, and they're always doing different. They charities. worry about the the next generation. Fuck yeah, dude! That's the best right there, man. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. investing in the next generation yeah. musicians. Good for them, dude. Yeah, like, kudos to them. We should start our own like. Thing over here that would be fucking cool dude that's extremely like inspiring so i wanted to take a step back and listen and talk with uh talk with everybody talk about johnny zazula there's this book that i bought called raising hell backstage tales from the lives of metal legends nice what i like about this scott ian has a tale has a cool story about hanging out with lemmy Oh, he has a bunch of them. And how it almost, or how it did ruin his... When he almost poisoned them when they were playing in Europe? or Yes, with Johnny Zazula. So check this out. Here's the story. Uh, I'm going to read it. It's not. It's a very short story. Okay. So I was having a great time, and the first time I got drunk with Lemmy. We drank whiskey all night, and the next morning, the, and the next thing I know... I was getting woken up by Megaforce Records owner Johnny Z in my bed in a hotel because we had to catch a plane to Munich for the next stop on the promo tour. I was still in all my clothes and Johnny was kicking me to wake me up. He yelled at me and he wasn't nice about it. Get up, motherfucker, because I am not calling the label and telling them that you fucking drank with Lemmy and now we're canceling the promo tour. You're (laughs) not going to blow this shit the first fucking day, he shouted. I sat up and immediately waves of nausea washed over my whole body. I threw up. Then I started feeling this pain I've never experienced. It felt like a cop beat the fuck out of me with a baton. Every part of my body was in pain. I rolled over and puked on the bed. I wiped wiped off my mouth with uh, the back of my hand. But I was in a cold sweat and then I felt nauseous again. I couldn't stop throwing up. Johnny sat up, sat there waiting for me, pissed. I was trying to get my shit together. Finally, I got out of the hotel. We were already late for the plane, and by the time we got to the to Heathrow, I couldn't even walk under my own strength. Damn, he must have been really hungover. Yeah, for sure. Johnny was literally carrying me over his shoulder through the airport, and I was throwing up 
over his back. It was disgusting. Wow. I hadn't even found out what happened or why my whole body ached. I was literally just a puddle. Somehow, we made it to the plane. I went straight to the airplane bathroom and started puking again. The stewardess made me get out for, for the takeoff, so I went back in my seat. I sat there shaking with a barf bag on my lap. I was dry heaving and spitting out stomach acid, but there was nothing of substance. <laughs> stomach acid yeah. at this point. There was, wasn't yeah. even the liquor. No, there was nothing left. By the time we got to Munich, I wasn't throwing up anymore, but I was shivering and felt feverish. I was lying in bed shaking. This didn't feel like any hangover I had ever had. At some point, I asked Johnny, what happened with, to me last night? You were talking to Lemmy for about an hour and started drinking a lot. I started doing the mental math. A normal person would drink four drinks in that time. And uh, Lemmy and Lemmy would down maybe 15 drinks. Suddenly, I was beginning to understand what had happened. Johnny kept talking. The next thing we knew, you were out of the bar, running up and down the street. I followed you outside because I wanted to make sure you were okay. You started running zigzags down Waterloo Street. Your arms were over your head like a gorilla, and you were screaming incoherently. I couldn't understand a word you were saying, and you were jumping and diving into piles of garbage on the street. <laughs> How loaded was this guy? I don't know, dude. God damn it. Big garbage bags that were out there for pickup. I was like, What? I had no memory of this. No wonder I was fucking... I fucking stunk so bad. <laughs> why, why didn't you try to stop me, I said. I asked. We tried to stop you, but you're pulling moves like an NFL running back. <laughs> <laughs> Evading tacklers, and you dashed the other way and dove into another pile of trash, he said. Finally, you just laid down and passed out. He's like, okay, well, I got it. Well, let's go to the record company office and do the rest of the interviews. We can't. Your pants are filled with shit, he said. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> I went into the bathroom and when I dropped my pants, it was disgusting. I almost puked again. My underwear was 70% brown and my pants were a mix of half-dried, thick, wet poop. Before I could shower... Johnny handed me a piece of paper with a lifetime management contract written on it. Fuck you, motherfucker. He said, you're going to make a deal with me? You're going to make me a deal with this shit? This is what I want. Sign it. All soiled. I took his bullshit contract to the bathroom with me and wiped my shit smeared ass with it. Then I, I took a shower. I got it all cleaned up. And when I came out, I tossed this stinking contract on the table. Where he was sitting and said, Oh, Johnny, by the way, here's that deal you wanted. That's actually the least messiest way I've gotten out of a contract. Wow, dude. Damn. What a great story. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So that whiskey will do that to you. Oh, dude. I'm it, assuming he was drinking whiskey. Jack and Cokes, probably. Yeah. If he's with Lemmy. So this book is great. I bought it a while back last year. It's called Racing Hell. Uh, by John Wiederhorn, W-I-E-D-E-R, Horn. Uh, he's also the author of Louder Than Hell, the definitive definitive oral history of metal. Nice. Um, so yeah, this is this is a great book. There's a lot of different stories. I have like little bookmarks of little different st uh, stories that I liked. 
Um, Dude, but they don't have to take your word for it. Remember what was his name from Reading Rainbow? You don't have to yeah, take my word don't for take it. Take my word for it. <laughs> That's a great book. Yeah, dude. So, you know, just to kind of remember shit would happen back in the day. Johnny Z was a no he bullshit. Wasn't, he wasn't about bullshit, dude. No, he took him like that hungover. He carried him. <laughs> wow. This, this is my investment. I gotta. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. Oh, this guy's gonna be. He's gonna be missed, man. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, was... I'm pretty sure, and that was just the Anthrax story. I can just imagine, like, the Slayer story or the Metallica story. Just all kinds, right? Yeah. And he has a book. He just released a book, too. Really? Yeah. Um, I found it on Amazon. It's only, like, 15 bucks, too. It's not that expensive. Uh, what is it called? Let me see. That was from uh, RoboCop. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you fly? Well, yeah, that was a fucking good. One. Uh, it's called Heavy Tales, the Metal, the Music, the Madness, as lived by Johnny Zazula. Johnny. So Zuma. Heavy Tales right now on Amazon, thirteen fifty nine, <laughs> paperback, fourteen bucks, man, not too bad. So this um, guy was uh, Johnny Z was extremely crucial in uh, to signing metal bands because you have to understand, David, that now anyone can have like they can kind of record themselves. They can kind of go on tour, uh, but back then you had to get signed, dude. I mean, it was a whole different like, well, game back then. Even, I mean, look at all the classic rock bands. Well, they're classic rock now, but back then it was just the seventies. Okay. To them, right? It was just a, a few years before. Yes. They, if you didn't have a contract, you didn't have shit. You weren't. You're you were, right. You, you weren't anything. You didn't make it big. I mean, come on, dude. The dude's in Boston fucking flying in private jets and shit and limos and the rock star life and the cocaine and the women and just everything, right? And now everything's just, it's just not the same. You're right. You know, that that time the record deals and everything were a big thing. Because people were buying the physical format. That's all you could, man. You couldn't, you couldn't do anything you else. You couldn't stream? No. I feel kind of bad because I'll try, I'm trying to get back into buying albums and uh, physical CDs, cassettes, vinyl, whatever. Our local record shop is yeah. like selling them like at a discounted rate, dude, for physical format. Yeah. All that music. Yeah. So you should hit it up. It's like two bucks a CD. Excuse me. Really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I got to go then, dude, man. Uh, like swaps are a good place to like find. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, I find them. Know? Yeah. At swaps. Yeah. Thrift stores. Thrift stores, I've been lucky enough to find quite a few. You'll find uh, some gems, dude. Yeah, dude. It's interesting. Like, uh, It's rare, but I have found them. Uh, and I found a lot of these tapes. Nice. Uh, a lot of different things, you know what I mean? Um, so that's why I was like, you know what? I found so many. I'm like, I want to start a collection. Fuck it, right. dude. Why not? But that's um, how people made money back then, David. Like, right. You know, that's how they lived lavishly, dude. Getting on Learjets, like you said, like. Having money and women and limousines and they toured a lot. the the whole The whole idea of the rock star life, I get it. When a lot of uh, musicians are talking about these days that oh, rock is dead and that whole thing, they're not literally saying that rock is dead. They're saying that whole that whole lifestyle, that whole idea of the rock uh, the rock star is dead. Right. Which I kind of I feel like it's always been glamorized. Yeah, I, I feel like it is probably so. But some did live that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Zeppelin lived that. 
Led Zeppelin. Well, how about we talk about who were the true Satanists, right? Fucking Led Zeppelin, dude. They fucking yeah were <laughs> right. You know, uh, yeah, they were they were living that life, dude. Um, talk about something that where we kind of were bummed out and upset. Where our our NFL predictions the last time we recorded, right? Episode one oh what. Seven? Yeah, 107. <clears throat> so, we were playing... It's the Niners, dude. The Niners. So, what's interesting is, if they had just listened to our game plan... <laughs> exactly. They would have fucking beat the sh- living shit out of them. Yeah. Because, what do we say? No penalties. Do this. Do that. Whatever. Right. We were heavy penalized that game. That was Heavily all they did. Penalized. It's like, this is it. You don't win games like, but, you know, that's not how you do get scores, you know? You know what hurts, David? <laughs> that it wasn't in in, uh, in Texas, dude. That yeah. San Francisco came and, and yeah. they wanted it more. They wanted it there more, was, dude. There was a uh, significant difference in who was hungry and who wasn't. Right. And while Dallas kind of tried to make that comeback at the end, the questionable call at the very end, everything was kind of laughable in terms of the play calling, what they were supposed to do. Yeah. And that upset me greatly because it's like, if the fans fucking know, if everybody fucking knows, uh, <laughs> what do they call us? Couch quarterbacks or whatever you, whatever the fuck you want to call it. If we seem to fucking know better and know what we, you know, again, they just need to utilize Dak the way he's meant to be used. Where I think we're going to have to build, we, the, 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 the franchise is going to have to build around him at this point. I mean, he's a runner, dude. Let him be a fucking runner, dude. Yeah. What the fuck? Right. Let him let him do it. Let him be Dak. That's what fucking they. Fu- that's where they fucked up Romo. They You're didn't. Right. They didn't fucking let him run, dude. And he had he had he had some dude, legs. Romo had so much potential, dude. And that's what bums me out, man. This these guys have this mentality of living in the fucking past. That's why I left the Raiders too. But just David, win, baby, because they were all fucking. Right, right. They were stuck in that past too, man. David, but at what point are we going to be like, okay? Because I mean, think about it. I think we spoke briefly about it on that episode. However, realistically speaking, let's say we would have been the 49ers. Mm-hmm. we would have gone against the Green Bay Packers, <laughs> and they would have they would have for sure like they would have beaten us. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers uh, has been. Dallas' daddy for a while. Yeah, he's the owner of the Cowboys. Yeah. And I I was thinking about it the other day. Had Dallas... Have they ever beat Tom Brady? Not with uh, Romo, not with Dak. No, no, no. But have they ever beat him? Tom Brady? Yeah. Probably not. That fucking frustrating. Especially not in Dallas. It's so frustrating. Because he's this, not even this, that good. Dude, this... Who, Brady? I don't think he's that they ba- good. They baby him too much. Yeah. yeah. He's somewhat good, dude. He's He lasted <laughs> way... He should have retired a couple of years yeah. ago, but he's still playing at a... He's smart. He's smart. I'll give him that. And I think that's what kept him around. And the fact that you can't fucking touch him for shit. You can't. You know? I saw... I mean, look at the way they fucking beat the sh- living shit out of Romo. You know, any any other quarterback, any fucking scrub backup quarterback gets fucked up. You know, they don't right. give a fuck about it. Well, I think he's uh he's retired. We were able to beat New England by a field goal this season without Brady, obviously. 
No, man. We beat him in overtime with a fucking touchdown. To oh, was that a touchdown? Yeah. That's oh, when, it was in overtime. That's, right, when, uh, right. that's when Dak tweaked his his, ham, his hammy or something. Right. His hamstring or some shit. Hey, but Ezekiel Elliott wasn't playing at his... So, he, he was playing That's injured. exactly what I was going to say. He was playing injured since week four, and he... he I'm going to have to say, he fucked up, and I think he might have fucked up the entire season. Because if that motherfucker had just been... Whoa. If he had said, I'm going to fucking take time to to recoup, instead of keep playing week after week and making it worse and it's not getting better, and then we knowing that they're rolling and they're doing pretty... They were doing pretty damn good. He got injured after, after there's one touchdown against um, the Giants? I think so. Yeah, dude. There's this. Yeah. I, I I clearly remember this. Uh, he ran the ball and he got he got he got hit. He got popped at the at the end zone and he yeah. scored the touchdown. Yeah. And after that, like my cousin's like, yeah, notice he was like he was limping and he was limping. Yeah. He shook it off kind of, but he wasn't the same. He wasn't after that, David. He wasn't running no one hundred yard games. No. That was done. That yeah. was done for the season. Yeah. Now it's it's nice that he was able to block, but. If he would have just kept him in to block and then take his ass out, that would have been fine. Pollard was fucking. Oh no, we can't rely on Pollard, dude. He was fire. He was supposed to. I I guess I heard that he was like a receiver in college days. Yeah, he's smaller compared to uh, Zeke Elliott, dude. He's a way smaller dude, but he was. But he was effective. I I mean, at one point you do need to trust your other running backs that are on the team, and. Zeke really needed to. I don't know if he didn't admit to it or if he, if the, if the team kept it a secret about that partial tear in his knee. They did. Oh, for sure they if, did. If they did or if he did, he probably did. Because oh, I don't, he did. I don't no, think, he. You don't think he did? I don't think it's fair. That oh, he, he's got no. He's getting paid, dude. He's getting paid whether I, I, he's hurt or not. He, he's getting paid. He, he's gonna let us down. I would have. I would have felt let down if he would have been like, "Oh, I'm injured." Like, really, motherfucker? You're injured? Like. But we expect a lot, David. Why the fuck did we even add like another game, dude? It's pointless playing the seventeen games. Now we're delaying the Super Bowl, which is like tomorrow, February the thirteenth, dude. I remember when the Super Bowl was played the last week of January. <laughs> yeah, I got a I got a memory from two years ago. It was played like first week of February, and yeah. now it's mid February. Yeah, it's unnecessary playing too many games. First, for for one reason too is at one point. You need to start getting into the off season. You need to start doing everything you need to do, man. You know, you need to start. Thinking, we need to get rid of. Well, we need to get. We need to get rid of Zerline. I don't like that kicker. Yeah, we need fuck to get, that. I I don't want to see him next season. Fuck seat. that puto, David. Dude. If I see this fool trying to kick a field goal next season, I swear to God, I'm gonna throw a shoe at the TV, dude. Yeah. Well, they they're gonna they actually I think they signed uh, on uh, a free agent. Kicker. Really? By the end of the they recent after postseason, right? Postseason, postseason. So does he have a good leg? He was kicking good in college. He was just not redrafted. Where do you feel comfortable with a like a a, a, a field goal kicker that he can kick what fifty five plus yards field goals when we need him, fifty yards where he's like clutch on fifty. Because it you That's know David because dude you know you you know we know as cowboy fans as diehard cowboy fans that some of these games were like with a field goal dude it would have changed the outcome of the game yeah there were we could have gone there were at least three to five games that there was a difference the Tampa Bay one there was a lot of points left Uh, but there were a lot of different games 
where a field goal would have made a difference or that extra point fucked us over. He kept consistently You're right. You're missing right. extra yes. points. Yes. And I was always thinking that's it. That's going to be the fucking that's the that's going to come bite us in the ass. You know what I mean? Penalties, they dude. Penalties were that mean that mean we're we the most to, penalized team in the NFL. Now, right. Dallas, not we. Um, no, it is we. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> we the boys. You're right. We, um, but we are them boys. Yeah, you're right for sure. <laughs> Everybody's laughing at his mouth. I don't yeah, care. Dude, go Cowboys. But what's it? It's because like for me, um, it's clear as day, man, that he was the weakest link. That motherfucker should have been cut. Should have been. I mean, I, I'm, look. I what miss, did I always I tell Bailey. you? What I know. What I did I always tell you, man? What? I told you. They need to go full metal jacket on his ass. Fucking tie him down. Tie his ass down to a fucking bed. I'm talking about Zerline. Yeah. And beat the living shit out of him. With some socks. I mean, with some bars of soap. So In like, the socks. Yeah. And fucking pat, pat, pat. <laughs> Haze him. Everybody. Just be Brutally assault him. him. That'll motivate yeah. him. Like, yeah. Like, aim. Yeah. Aim and better. For, and, and first of all. Jerry should have never fucking kept his stupid fucking ass. Oh, he got uh, he got surgery in the off season. Well, fucking let his ass go. Is that what he, he said? He got fucking back surgery in the fucking season. You know how much that affects your kicking? Oh, for sure, dude. It's crucial. Had Jimmy Johnson been coaching, dude? No, he would have let him go after a couple of kicks that he missed. Dude, Jimmy I Johnson would have let him go within the first four games. Get the fuck out of here, man. Get the fuck out of here. He doesn't dude. have a contract, right? The, the kicker, Zerline. Please tell me that we're uh, not going to see him uh, next season. I think Please tell me we're not going to see him next season. I think he's on the thing where they could they could re-sign him. Like he's... We need to re-sign Pollard, dude. Pa- Pollard's gone, dude. I, I, think, no. I think he's leaving. Damn. I think that was why he played so hard also. Because he's trying to play for, uh, his, you know, for everyone else. Look what I can do. What? The thing, okay, look. Do you keep... Cooper, or do you let us ask go? Because I was just gonna talk about Amari Cooper. No, dude, keep him. We need Amari Cooper. I'd say let fucking Gallup go because they did perfectly fine without his ass last season, this past season, because he was only there for like four games. He was okay, injured. yeah, but let's he keep was... CD Lambs. Like he wasn't really like performing. Ah, so wait, no mames. Yeah, his fucking. I oh, said, shit. I, I said for if you guys don't understand. Uh, no Spanish. He, I said that he has hands of shit. Every, like, shit no, hands. When the balls fucking always go through his hands or he doesn't make that effort to catch. Or, but he'll make the circus catches. You think he was a bust? Know? No. He's a good dude. He's a good receiver. If I had to rate him in Madden, I'll probably give him like an 85 overall. Maybe an 84. But, yeah, but we definitely like, but no, we have to Cooper, have Cooper's Cooper, a, dude. He's a top 10, top 15 receiver. In the NFL. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's a great, he's a great quarter, uh, receiver. But, that's what that, I mean. Yeah, there's a lot of shit that we I complain got a, about that I, we say that they should fix. But. I got a question for you. What do you think yeah. about Kellen Moore? What do you think yeah. about the offensive coordinator? He needs to get the X. That's one thing that I, I agree with you on. I definitely agree. I'll throw the fucking shoe at the TV if that motherfucker's back. <laughs> and for whatever reason, they seem to fucking love him. Dude. There was a reason nobody wanted to sign him as a fucking head coach because he fucking sucks, dude. His no, but he's going to get signed elsewhere. Probably maybe the following season or soon. But I love that they kept Dan Quinn. For sure. And I feel like that motherfucker should be the head coach. 
Because he's going to be a head coach for, if not for the Cowboys, from some other NFL team at yeah. some point. And it shows, it speaks volumes that he's like, you know what? I'm just going to stay with Dallas. He said it himself. He sees potential. He's Yeah. So his boys, dude, I mean, he, he could potentially make the Legion of Boom 2.0. I hope so. You know? So I know, I don't know. We'll see. Because the defense, some of the secondary, some of them were balling, some of them weren't. I think if they hide, if they their first round pick, you could argue that they should draft. And I'm sorry, guys, that we're boring you, by the way. I'm sorry, but I I argue that they should draft either a safety, right, or another offensive lineman because Tyron Smith, he's getting old, and we need to put him in the pasture. Right, he needs to either retire. He's gonna retire at some point. Or yeah. also, you get rid of uh, who was it, Connor Williams, or who was it, the fucking pendejo in the middle who always lets everybody through. And oh. he's always, he's the one that's always holding. holding oh holding, yeah, holding. Wait, yes. Get rid of his ass, dude. Chipen de Yeah. He's the one that cost him so many fucking games. Yeah. Single handedly, dude. dude. See you. You know? And they need to get a new center too, because that fucking guy's always letting people through the middle too, man. So and, those so those are the flaws that we as fans see. Offensive coordinator Kelly Moore, the kicker. And Connor Williams, or I think that's the name. He's a left guard. You're you're good with uh, Mike McCarthy. No, his. In, in terms of uh, in terms of um, managing the players and allowing the shit to happen, no. Time management, questionable. His he's just questionable. I love that he had the balls to go on fourth down a lot. That I like, but he's all right. I guess I can say. I don't know. Oh. I don't know if I would fire him right away now in second season. I think let's give it another season to see what happens. But uh, for sure, let's give it another we, one. We we have to. I mean, at what point? At what point are we going? Like my my cousin said something that's gonna stick with me. He's like, at what point are we gonna? Is it gonna be the Cowboys? Mm-hmm. You know, it happened for Cincinnati, dude. Yeah. And like no one saw that coming, and I they're going to the soon. Super Bowl. No. We got a visitor. Yeah. He's probably rooting for uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. We got Lemmy. Lemmerd. LL Toe Beans. Nah. He's bugging because I'm, I'm pretty sure he wants dinner. He wants to be a part of the podcast. Who do you think wins it tomorrow? Takes it home. I... I okay. hope the underdog. Who... who yeah. Who, who's... What, Who's hungrier? Bengals? Who want, who wants it more? Yeah, the Bengals. The Bengals want it more. The Bengals. I feel like it might be like a. If if they don't have home field advantage tomorrow, it's they're playing in their home stadium, the Rams. Right. If the Rams play the way they've been playing, and that defense is playing, then the Bengals have no chance. Really. You know what I noticed, David? That neither team really runs the ball. Right. My brother was telling me that the running back kind of does for Bengals. But... Oh, man. This is all passing. Yeah, huh? Yeah. So it's going to be a good game. I hope so. But, I mean, again. If, if... Who do you think is going to win? I hope the Bengals do. Realistically, I think the, the Rams will. Oh, you think so? I'm hoping the Bengals win. You know? They let them get on, on the board with a Super Bowl. Are you looking forward to the uh, halftime show? Fuck yeah, dude. You know it, man. That's all the old school shit that, you know, back in the day, dude. 
It's not Lady Gaga Dre? for once or yeah, it's it's not all fucking like bougie bullshit that we know. It's what is it, Dre, Eminem, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg, uh, Mary J. Blige. Yeah, it's all the, a lot of the old school stuff. People that are our age or older are gonna be fucking jamming, dude. Yeah, how do you see walk? And... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. As I'm interested, I, I'm I'm hoping it. that's probably gonna be the best thing about the game tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, huh? I, I for me, yeah, because I'm like. I'm not really going to really... I'm going to be just watching it. Just because it's going to be on TV. Right. It's going to be whatever. And maybe for the commercials, you know? Right. It's whatever. It has to be the Cowboys at some point, And yeah. hopefully they'll... You know, they'll get it done next season. <laughs> they just got to listen to us, man. They got to listen for to that sure. podcast. That's they what it need is. to. So, we want to thank everybody if you guys braved through that talk. I appreciate everything. Um, but let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Let's get to our main topics. So, <clears throat> do you want to start with your... Um, we're going to talk about underrated thrash albums yeah. that either we enjoy or we recommend to people. So, you want to go with yours? Sure. Let me, no, not Katie, you. Let me. Not you. So, I'm going to start with the first one, dude. Forbidden Evil. Okay. From uh, Forbidden. This is uh, yeah. 1988. I've been listening to this album, dude, and it's like, fuck yeah, good good thrash album, mm-hmm. 80s. Uh, I like the vocals. It's different. Chingon artwork. Oh, hell yeah, the skulls and shit. Fuck yeah, yeah, way. yeah. Um, But I don't know what's up with the band, dude. It's I mean, it's, band, it's a band that I would like to see. Most of these bands, I've never seen live, and it'd be, it'd be a great experience if I were to right. See them live, you know, and it's not like they're not putting uh like new albums, but they just don't come like this way. And and and, and I'm pretty sure it's like even way before, you know, the COVID bug or whatever. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, a lot of the times it's it's just financials. They're just not together anymore. They didn't really make a lot of money, you know. Uh, and because of that, they really can't tour. They can't record. They can't do stuff. So I have a lot of resentments towards like Sodom, dude, because yeah, excellent fucking thrash band, right? And it's a band that doesn't come to the states. Like I don't understand why, why that particular German <clears throat> band doesn't. They would sell out, huh? Everything. I think so. Every show, I, every fucking show. You would think sell so? Out. You think yeah. you, you think it's like yeah. a band that would would do? Okay, you think it's a band that would headline? Yes. Absolutely. So why are they touring, dude? What the fuck? Do you think it's a visa? A visa? It's always a visa. The, oh, the 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 cost, the um, what it takes to get it and to maintain it, and it's a lot of. Yeah, but you're touring. I mean, that's what you're working for. Because yeah. destruction's gonna come, dude. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that one. That to uh, actually, what is it in May or? Uh yeah, some sometime in May. Yeah, they're they're coming. Hopefully, I get to ch- uh, get a chance to see that. There's a lot of other, more shows coming that have been announced. Ow! No, kitty. Sorry, the kitty. <laughs> he hey. jumped on my leg. <laughs> I know, dude. Being, Sorry. He's being a nephew. He's, he's being a vago. He's being a vago. Um, but yeah, dude. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, yesterday. I don't know if I told you that I went to like a like a local show. Ah, 
That's what I was gonna ask you. Yeah. How was it? Hold on, he's probably gonna take a shit. That's fine. No, 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 you're good. It's, you're it's good. gonna smell here for a bit, man. Oh, he gets, he gets, no, I, I, I'm used to it. He I'm gets used some to stinky it. ones, man. Hey, so, so there was a. Oh man, I'm gonna say there was what maybe thirty people in attendance. Small crowd. Right. Uh, but we have to understand that they're barely opening things up, I guess. Or, but I didn't see anyone wearing a mask. Hey, there's younger kids now. Yeah, I felt that's cool. old, dude. I felt old. I saw well, a bunch of kids that I'm like, I've never seen these kids, but they're. I mean, I'm gonna turn 37 in a couple of days. Yeah. Uh, they're young. I'm. I'm. I'm I mean, I, I don't want to say I'm old, but I'm an older. I'm an older metalhead. But I see like the younger, the younger generation that are that are coming up, dude. Like yeah. a younger crowd. Like you're like, no, they're they're younger. I was that's impressed, good, and that's good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the metal scene is 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 there, dude, and I hadn't been to a local show in a while, so that was, yeah, that was exciting. A lot of good bands, or I saw some, two, some, I some. saw, yeah, I saw, I saw two of them, and they were all right. I was there for like all of them, yeah, but they were good. But sorry, dude, I'm getting off topic. What was your What was your pick, David? <laughs> what was your pick? We'll brother? talk about it later, dude. After. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, give me a second. Come here. Come here. All right, so. My first pick. Um, sometimes it's good to be an imbecile, you know? So, Dirty Rotten Imbeciles, DRI. Nice. Fuck yeah. Fucking Thrash Zone, 1980 fucking nine. Fuck yeah. Outstanding good, fucking album, dude. Good pick, wait. Houston Thrash. Dude, Texas, right? Texas crossover. Good. Yeah, man. And, that, and the crossover album's good, too, man. No, the yet. crossover album is no joke too, but the Thrash Zone is where it's at for me. Yes, with them, um, songs like Beneath the Wheel, man, fucking abducted. But there's a, it's a, it's just a really good album overall. Um, sometimes they kind of start off with like, it's kind of chunky, it's meandering, but then it starts going, pat, pat, like it gets, it gets all fucking thrash, dude, and it's like, and you it know, gets you into it, man. Absolutely, I love how you said that that it gets you into it because. Uh, I've been to like the live shows and excuse me, the fans get into it when they played at the lowbrow dudes. Like the the kids were still like doing like stage dives. And, like, <laughs> yeah, because they get yeah. packed. Oh, they're they actually they're supposed to come to uh to El Paso sometime this this year too. And yeah, I'm kind of debating whether I should uh like see them or not at the at the lowbrow. I've seen them a couple of times, but that's a that's a good choice, dude. I think that yeah. album is, is is an album worthy of, of to be heard. Yeah, that I think that's um another a, a shining example of what thrash should sound like. If you like if you like the vocals that Municipal Waste do, I think these guys are one of the first ones to make them that style. Right. The that style of shouting and singing, whatever you know. Right. Right. So that's my first pick. All right. Should I go ahead and do the second one? Go for it. Dude, so the second pick is uh, this album called Idolatry by Devastation. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I had that on tape. <coughs> I bought that shit uh, at, a, at a fucking uh, flea market. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Way this band is like, I, I, I know very little from this band. Yeah. Uh, allegedly they're from uh, Corpus Christi. Yep. And this band is like fucking thrashy, dude. I don't know. I, I, I it didn't really show up as like a band that's uh an active band right now. Yeah. 
Pero I couldn't find anything like uh, like on Facebook. But yeah, dude, Pinchy, Davis. Uh, you know what, David? Now that I'm thinking about it, dude, the way I got introduced to this band, um, there used to be this station called Last FM. I don't know if it's still on. It used to be on uh, the Xbox market. And well, it just, it's uh, an app, right? Yeah, it's Yeah, an it's app. still around. And uh, I don't know if you guys could look up the, the band Devastation with the uh, track Devastation. And I was so impressed, dude. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, we're so good. How come I never heard of this band? And again, it's one of those bands that doesn't really have like, like a Facebook page. Right. You know, you can even, because, I mean, you can even contact, like, there's local ba- there's local bands that I saw yesterday that have Facebook page. This band, Devastation, is, I mean, I'm not going to say obscure, because obviously you got the tape, dude. Right. But it's a band that I would like to see, like, active, like, all oh, these fools are opening up for, no say what. Yeah, overkill. I don't know if they're active anymore. So, that's I, an interesting question. Like, yeah. They might be retired at this point, for all I know. Yeah. Life gets in the way, and... If you don't hit it, you don't hit it, man. Damn, dude. Like, that's a statement right there. Either you have... But we like the music that we like. I know, right? And you're like, how could they not profit off their uh, music, off their craft? What makes a band successful? What is it? Like, it's music that we enjoy. Well, see, that's the thing, too. That's where I go back to where I've become resentful towards pop music. And How so? It's... You, you could release one single, you could re-fucking mix it all you want, and you keep selling it, and you can make so much money off one song. Oh, and, okay, 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 I see and, what you're saying. And these and they're living off of that for life. Oh, and, man. And, and it's... Would, it, you want to, would you want to do that, David? Because some people can live off a one-hit wonder, dude. Well, let me tell you. When... I, I would be happy with that. Because if you look at like was it Rick Astley or whatever, the never gonna give you up, dude. No. He's known for that, right? Right, right. But he loves doing remixes. He loves covering songs. He's always active on Facebook or to- uh, t- uh, not TikTok, uh, YouTube. Okay. But he's always covering music, and he's still doing music. But he's still getting residuals. He's still getting money because of that song. But he's known for that song. For that song specifically, yeah, he's known for that. It's like Chumba Wamba, I yeah. get knocked down. Yeah. Like, I, come I, on, bro. It's I hated like... that song, but then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It's a cool song now. <laughs> but, <laughs> plus, that's what I call myself. I'm a Chumba Wamba, you know? <laughs> that's funny, dude. <laughs> but, yeah. So, the idea of pop music. The Island Boys. Island Boy. You know, those motherfuckers making a shit ton of music, uh, money. Money. Off. Royalties. Off music that... We'll just say it's downright garbage. That's jolly unfair. Uh, you know, it's not cool, right? Not at all. And in the metal industry, a lot of these guys put their heart and soul into it. But it doesn't mean anything. Apparently, still in the U.S., it's like whatever. But the whole world loves metal. Except in the U.S. It's like still seen as a... Very valid point. You know I, I mean? Yes, they love it in, in Europe. Oh, yeah. In South America. Oh, especially in South America. Especially they love us. Uh, yeah. Metal. They love metal. Why is it? What, you know? what is it? What is it with the United States? Is it... Well, I, I attribute a lot of it to Masked Singer. Uh, You're talking about the, the TV show? The talent, those the talent show? shows. Really? Those, I attribute a lot of it to... Because they think that's real talent. What about American Idol? That that one too. 
you don't think all of those you, fucking shows are you don't, fucking stupid. You dude. don't think they got like artists off of that? I, they end up signing records. Even the ones who lose end up signing records, record deals. But they fucking suck. They're not even real good singers. Or they have to use... Uh, That's because the British guy isn't there anymore. Yeah, that right. Tell him Sa- like it is. Simon Simon Cow- nah, because he fucked up his back. Or what did he do, remember? I don't know, but he was he like got ruthless. A, he got in a fucking uh, oh, bicycle accident. Right? accident. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still fucked up. No, that. dude, but that guy was a producer. He produced like gold, whether it was like... Whether you had talent or not, he could produce gold. Yeah, but that's he those knew, are those he are knew all what studio it tricks. But those are all studio tricks. But you have to have because oh, I mean you do have to have it now. You have to you have to be talented no, now, dude. No, you need to be attractive. You don't think you have to have talent for in pop music? In, in no. music now, not anymore. In music in general, no. You need to be attractive. You need to have those hips. You need to have those tits. You need to have that ass. You You're need right. to have that face. You need to have that six pack. Not even a six pack. But you need to have a fucking face. You need to have something. Is that, is that why Ariana Grande is like successful? I don't even know how that, <laughs> that little girl is popular. I'll tell you that. I mean, she's tiny. And she's but they hit they hit on something that's interesting. That is always an instant. You have to have that sex appeal. Well, okay, sure. But there's always something where they relate to people, right? Ex-boyfriends, ex-girlfriends, and love songs always seem to hit, you know? So, <coughs> Taylor Swift. Yeah, exactly. So that's the prime example, right? But Shit they're, sells. They're always, you know, it sells, you know? But, you know, I mean, Pantera had a little bit with this love, you know? Hey, but that was a, that, that was a beautiful ballad. How dare you? <laughs> they had some success. It got heavy, dude. Oh, I love yeah. that. But it, that's why I'm, uh, I'm getting off topic too. But right, um, no, we good. We always do that. But yeah, so it's it's I, that's why I've always had the resentment towards pop music. But I'm gonna tell you something that's not pop music. It's my second pick. Do say, Assassin. All right. So Assassin is this badass German band. The upcoming terror. 1987. <clears throat> this is that dirty. Thrash that's right there with Sodom, Destruction, Creator. Nice. Fucking dirty. Teutonic. Yeah. Teutonic oh, I, I, thrash. I, absolutely. There's no fucking way. So let me tell you something. It's not pretty. They're not the most talented. They're not like the best. But whatever they do, they do fucking badass and chingon. They do it passionately. They do it passionately. You hear it and you hear the fucking... The one thing I will tell you, which I would recommend people to check out, they do have a lot of similarities where they pull vocals from, let's say, Sodom or Destruction, but they pull riffs sometimes from like Metallica. Oh, is that so? So they have like, you're like, hey, that sounds like Metallica did. Metallica did that. Or, hey, Slayer sounds like that sometimes. You know, they did that, you know. They got so hip- they must have gotten influence. So they wear their influences. They don't hide that shit. They put it out there. That's like, good. But they make it all their own. Heavy, DIY. heavy, heavy. Okay. And let me show you something. The how can you not fucking love this fucking album cover, dude? How can you not like that? It's badass. That's fucking thrash. It reminds me of a 1964 game called Battle Tanks. Oh, I love Battle Tanks, dude. <laughs> I fucking love that, that. Dude, that looks like a fucking Battle Tanks is the shit. That dude. was a badass video game, yeah. huh? The, they had one for the PS, uh, PS2 or PS1. The really? PS1 and the PS2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, so you did uh, have it for the 64? Yeah, they had. I played it for, for 
Yeah, me and my, my nephew Chris, we used to fucking play that shit. Were you good uh, at Battle Tank? Hell yeah, dude. We fucking... Hey, remember there was a fucking missile, dude? Yeah. And, like, you would, like... It, it was, like... Was it, mean, like... You would shoot the missile, dude, and then you could navigate with like the yeah, it was missile. like a homing missile. Oh, it was a homing missile. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are those that's are an badass. amazing fucking album, dude. I yeah. like I like the album cover. It's yeah. sick. Assassin, the upcoming terror, and it's this fucking tank coming at you with fucking just like shooting and fucking. It's awesome, dude. The colors, it's pure. Fresh. Way I I like the name of the band too. Sounds very underrated. That's a great name, actually. Yeah. That's a great name for a band, Wayne. Yeah. It's a uh, outstanding, solid album. Uh, probably um, one of the heaviest in in in, in my uh, my picks. Nice. That was your uh, number two. Number two, right? So let's go ahead and get uh, my third pick. Is it? It is my third pick, right, yep. David? So I'm going to go with a thrash band from, uh, I believe it's the East Coast, dude. Nuclear Assault. Oh, hell yeah. Game over. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Binchy, I, I I remember some some uh, homie of mine gave me this on, on cassette, dude. And when I heard it, I was all like, how come I've never heard of Nuclear Assault? I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> David, this is before we had to... Remember, there was a point where YouTube wasn't streaming music way. It was all copyrighted way. Like we didn't have the music, the Damn, YouTube I remember music app. That shit. Yeah. Yes, dude. Yeah. There was a point where we had to a well buy like like physical CDs. Now we have it. It's now it's very convenient way that we don't have to buy CDs, which is a good thing because bands have to tour now. Yeah, they have to tour. That's how they're gonna make their money, dude. Which I'm glad it had to take that in order for bands to get here. But I'm telling you, like sometimes that's like the way they have to earn their money, dude. And YouTube to me is one of the most revolutionary tools or uh, things that have come out in our, in in technology in our generation, in our generation. Absolutely. Because of what we can spread, you know what I mean? And what we can share. So it's, it's, you don't know how to do a basic tune up YouTube it. Yeah. You don't, you don't know how to tie a knot or YouTube it. The refrigerator, you know, plumbing, anything, man. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's great, you know? But yeah, dude, no, Pinchy Nuclear Salt fucking mm-hmm. heavy fucking bad, dude. This album, uh, Live, Suffer, Die Way, Chingon fucking intro. I still like the, the intro that bands did back in the day. Sin, Cold Steel, Betrayal, Radiation Sickness. <laughs> the album art is Chingon. It looks like fucking oh, Doomsday, yeah. They're dude. fucking running away. Like They're like zombies now. They're like yeah. running away from the... the the fucking nuclear bomb. Dude, yeah. nuclear assault is an active band. Yeah. A, a nuclear assault. If you guys are hearing us, please come to like West Texas. To the rock house. Yeah. And John, John Lickler. I mean, that motherfucker played in so many bands, dude. The bass player. Dude. He oh. was in originally in Anthrax. Yeah. He was the, them. He played Stormtroopers of Death, SOD, right? Uh, He was in. Um, David, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if nuclear assault was playing at the. The 52 tons of metal. 70,000. Oh, 70. I'm yeah. changing it 52. <laughs> it's not 52, homie. It's 70. Where'd I get 52 t- it's from? It's because it's the... We're the, we're, the me- we're the metric or what is it? We're, we're the, the imperial. That's yeah, dude, where the hell did I get 52 tons? <laughs> it's 70, bro. We're, 
<laughs> it's, a, it's a bigger ship. It's 70,000. This is a little ship. It's smaller. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are your plans for that? Are you still going to eventually... I'm hoping to go for this, uh, the one in January. <clears throat> oh, for reals? Yeah, I'm hoping to go. But right now, actually, I need to take a piss. So we'll take a potty break, and we'll be right back. And you know it, we're back. That was quick. That was a quick. Fastest pee in the West. Um, so where were we, David? So my third pick. Oh, that's right. What was your third pick, brother? So my third pick would be Razor. Violent Restitution, 1988. Canadian thrash. Canadian. Man, with this album, you could already say it's over, man. Yeah. You don't you don't we don't have to we don't have to think about anything else and that's it, man. It's over. Such a fucking great song, uh album because I love the cover. It's got like a fucking uh an engine on it with a fucking uh, what is that shit called? A uh, a chainsaw. But songs like, you know, Hypertension and Enforcer, Violent Restitution itself. Fuck yeah. Dude, Soul of Fortune. It's a fucking, it's an outstanding album, man. I don't know. You can't go wrong with this one. It's heavy, 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 heavy. And the vocals too, man. They're fucking, they're fucking super aggressive, dude. Dude, Racer's one but, of those bands that like fucking, I wish I could see you. Me too. Also, I feel like they're kind of groovy, dude. The, the production value that they have on there is super groovy. So yeah. I really love that the the drums... Oh, and Lemmy's going to probably take a big poop right now. <laughs> he just ate, huh? Yeah. Hey, at least it doesn't stink. He, he ate real quick. I mean, he fucking ate quick Yeah. Uh, during our um, pee break. He's part of that podcast, too? That he podcast. is part of the podcast. That His name's... Well, um, come on. With Lemmy, you know. <laughs> right. But yeah, that was my third pick. Go for it. What's cool. yours? So, my fourth pick is going to be, and I think I mentioned this album, dude, before. Uh, yeah. Arizona Band, uh, Sacred Reich. Oh, dude. The American Way. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. We've talked about them. Plenty. Plenty. I was jamming to them as I as I got here. Way that would have been like an album that. Remember last uh, podcast were like albums I can't live without. Mm-hmm. That'd be another one, dude. They're coming también way with Sepultura to uh, oh that's right and Rock House right. Hope it doesn't get canceled. Things are flowing, dude. Things are things are starting to open up. They're steady, they're, huh? Yeah, things are getting better. Um, oh, it's gonna be a stinky one, guys. I can tell you right now. I can see it. Oh, dude, I just saw like yeah, I just saw it. Oh, My bad, sorry. No, no, no. So Sacred Reich. Sacred Reich, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, dude, we should uh, we should hit him up. We we should we yeah, should definite. Was... We we have to, David. We have to go, dude, and fucking maybe get an interview with these guys. Oh, that'd be fucking tight, dude. We're like, hey, we're part of this metal podcast. Say yeah. say something, like, it, dude, it'd be fucking cheap. But I mean, I don't know if the guys are approachable. Well, there's that, and I don't know how their setup's gonna be too, and if Matt is gonna allow us to. <laughs> That's why I turned on the candle, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> Come on, Lemmy. I'm right here, brother. I know you buried the poop, dude. It and... smells, dude. See, wait. What, what are you? What are you, what are you feeding us? There's a lot of protein, man. Oh, my God. Bro. Dude, that's fucking nasty. Yeah, it's gnarly. That's fucking gnarly. 
What's your fourth pick? Is it your fourth pick? Yeah, my fourth pick. Alevo, it had to be Demolition Hammer. Epidemic. Oh, wait, all right. Epidemic of Violence, 1992. Now, this one's a fucking groovy, rocking, heavy, almost borderline death metal fucking album, dude. Yeah. Super aggressive. I think they. Uh, I think they're from out of New York. Right. Super fucking badass. The cover art for this album for Epidemic of Violence. It's questionable and it's funny because it's weird. It almost looks like it's a uh, like claymation. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck yeah. But I mean, if you're not if you're not a believer, Human Dissection, that song alone right there. Carnivorous Obsession, another great one. Abortacide. Nice. But you can't go wrong with the title track itself, Epidemic of Violence. This is one of those albums where you're just kind of shocked that they didn't make it so much bigger than the, what they could have. Should have been like more of a bigger production. It should No, they should have been a bigger band. Yeah? Why didn't they make it big? We come back to it like, were they not... Were they not up to par? As the intro, right. Were they not mus- good musicians? Uh, you know, I, I don't bad know. Bad management? It could have been that. It could have been a time where death metal was king. <clears throat> death metal was king in the early 90s. And right. thrash was starting to go out. Uh, the idea of oh, uh, grunge right. was starting to kick up, kick up at that point. So I don't know if there was a uh, the wrong time for them. It must have been, you know. It m- it must have been like the wrong time, dude. But if they had released that in '89, oh shit, hold on. Kitty. No, Lemmy, Kitty, he's trying to sabotage the the podcast. If they released that album, probably '88, it would have been, a, yeah, yeah. E- who knows? That would have been a different story. But um, damn, dude, it was so it was just a matter of like releasing in the wrong time. Then could have been, it could have been. So it's I'm just always wondering what happened, you know. Yeah. What's your last pick? So, the last pick I have is uh, I've been jamming to this to this album way on at the gym. Yeah, I like the album cover. Um, it's, it's a violence, eternal nightmare. Oh, I know that one. Yeah, Seaway, Binchy. Yeah. I love the fucking album fucking cover, dude. Like, fucking mouth eating uh, humans and shit. Yeah. But you can't go wrong with like obviously like the eternal nightmare, the song serial killer. Um, calling yeah. in the quarter, TDS, bodies on bodies, kill on command. Yeah. Um, it was a Bay Area, uh, thrash band that also didn't have. Is it the like a commercial success? Because I mean, at what no. point? At what point? At what point is a band successful, David? Is it when they're being the opening uh act for for uh, a bigger, more recognizable band or where do you see success once they recorded an album where do you where can we say like okay these, these they're still active still playing yeah so i think when when a band is still have the ability to record a new album meaning that they still have, they're still getting funds from the record label if they're and we're talking about during that time not, i'm not talking about now okay okay okay, okay. you know because now you can just do your own shit now it's just you don't you just get a good uh, studio and you can do your own shit at home now. Exactly. You know what I mean? But back then, if you had the funds from the record label and you just keep selling and you're just selling, I don't know, maybe 50000 or whatever, they're not making, they're not trying to sell 
They're trying to sell as much as they can, but come on, realistically speaking, they're not Metallica. Rec- wait, rec- <laughs> right, right. Record companies were just trying to, oh, man, how could I say this? Not take a loss, make profits. Yeah, for sure. They want to make profits. No, dude. yeah, for sure. And again, we all know they make their money on tour. So I don't know, man. It's it's it's. We know that Rob Flynn played on that album, I believe. Yeah. He left. Made, uh, what did he make? Yeah, a testament. Machine or, Head. Oh, what? Machine Head. He made Machine Head. And he did that Davidian album, or not, uh, Burn My Eyes. Mm-hmm. And he went super new metal at one point. He didn't find, um, I guess, like, the success that he wanted to find with um, violence. No, but he went poppy, and he found all the fucking success there. And now he's a fucking Damn, piece dude. of shit Neanderthal-looking motherfucker that I don't like. I hate Rob Rob Flynn. Rob, Rob Thomas is a cool dude, though. <laughs> but I can't stand fucking Rob Flynn. Or, or why? Because you think he's sold out? He's a very pretentious asshole who loves to talk about things. And no one gives a fuck about what he says. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I am excited, I hope, to hear that supposedly he was going to do part two to the blackening. So I hope, let's hope that he does that. Right. Even though I don't like him, I could still listen to his music because I'm not That's one of good, those dude. kinds of metalheads. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Art is art. and They're take... not going to be biased. and no, let's, like, oh. let's, let's separate the two, right? Right. So I'm okay with that. That's fair. But for whatever reason, violence just didn't. And I think they're having a resurgence now. I I, yeah. uh, I was able to see them a couple of years ago on 70K, uh, and I I met Sean the singer, and I told him I fucking hate your album. I told him I hated it, and I saw you guys play it in in its entirety last night, and you guys are the real deal. I told for, him. Oh, for sure, dude. They fucking kill me. I I told him like, you you made me a fucking believer, man. And he's like, fuck yeah, right on, brother. He was fucking cool as motherfucker, dude. Really? Coolest down cat. to earth? Yeah, super down to earth. Coolest cat. You know, I know he went through a lot of shit, too. I think he fought cancer. Uh, but cool dude, man. Nice. Yeah, when I saw him live, that was different. Dude, I uh, could just imagine <laughs> seeing him. Yeah. David, I would have paid a top prize for to see him live. Wait, I, yeah. think, I, I think that's every thrasher's dream to like sure. see this band. Because they didn't really have a long existence, I guess, if you want to call it that. Right. Yeah. They. And it's weird. There's a lot of bands that just, you know. And then now you see Anvil, who I guess maybe they're where they should be now. Because I think once they made that movie in 2004 or 5, 6. They got the recognition they deserved. They, they got the recognition, yeah. And it took them that long. Damn, dude. But, excuse me. Sorry. But it has to do with, again, with record labels more, record companies or... And you know what? Not anymore. Managers, dude. Yeah, and not anymore. Not anymore. You do your own thing. You advertise. You have TikTok. You don't think you managers are crucial in this YouTube. day and era? For, they do have to take a cut for, off the for, band, dude, for, for off their success. Pulling strings, getting shows and stuff like that, yes. Yeah. But it, you don't really need one in this, in this day and age. Not anymore, dude. I don't think so. Not anymore. You get a good booking agent in terms, and that's it, man. I think you'd be all right. But a manager, I mean, they they need no every successful or not success. Again, we go back to what is success. 
I think a, 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 like a good band has to be like a well-oiled machine and has to have its managers well, me, and, and and roadies. They don't have to worry about shit like that. Let's 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 do it the easy way, right? Right. Management for Dummies, the book. In the book, you just watch Spinal Tap, right? It's funny. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And that's it. And don't do what they're doing, right? <laughs> do the opposite. <laughs> do the opposite of what they're doing. Right. But in terms of, um, I mean, you're, I mean, managers give them expectations. So you're going to go over here. You're going to meet this person. You're going to talk to them. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. And it's like, if Damn. somebody just fucking manned up on the fucking band in the band and they take those responsibilities, maybe give it to somebody who has the least amount of responsibilities in the band. You're right. So it doesn't fucking overwhelm them. And that's it, dude. You know what I mean? Obviously, I'm fucking taking it super light and I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating some of these things because people are going to like, oh, I could do that, you know? It seems, I mean, it seems right on paper, like, oh, these are your, yeah, but your duties and your responsibilities. I know shit happens, though. You know? And it, it can't always be like, oh, we're going to be going in our fucking van. And, Dude, what if you you're know? married? Okay, I'm 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 a I'm a I'm gonna throw you like a wrench in there. <laughs> what if you're married to your spouse and like Sherry Sherry Osborne being your manager? What if you're married? What if your manager? What if your spouse is your manager? What do you think about that? I wouldn't like that. No, huh? No way, dude. Fuck that. They have too much control. I mean, for 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 one, don't shit where you eat. Yeah. And your homies talk to her a certain way because of the band. Do you get mad at them or do you get mad or you don't say shit because it's not directed at her? Oh, you know what I mean? Damn. For being your girlfriend. Like, what do you, what do you do there? It, it's a, it's a, no, it's a bad idea overall. A, yeah, it's bad. It's a, it's a weird, it's a weird situation to be in. Why would you want to get yourself in that? All right. You know? Anyways, what's your, uh, so my what's fifth, your fifth pick, David? So my fifth and final. So we're doing five. Had we a third person, we would have done six, six, six. But <laughs> there's only two of us, so we're doing five. So my third, I'm sorry, my fifth and final would be Armored Saint, right. Symbol of Salvation, 1991. Ooh. I kind of wanted to go something with a little bit more finesse, a little bit more uh, like a very nice, nicely produced, right? Uh, to still show that. Thrash can can be that way also. Fuck so, yeah. With Symbol of Salvation that came out again in nineteen ninety one. I mean these these cats came out I believe in like eighty four or eighty five with like March of the Saints. They were, they were like in the in, in the same classes like Metallica dude. You know? Yeah, around the same class. Yeah, they were Slayer. Those are the way you yeah, dude. Same. Yeah. So difference here they had a great singer right John Bush, great fucking singer. He went on to sing for Anthrax and whatever. I believe they even had the bass player Joey Vera, uh, but there's a lot of uh, they've been very successful, and not, not financially I think no, but successful in that they release shit the good quality music a lot of oftentimes. Let me go over to their albums because while a lot of people could be arguing the albums that they've created that they've done, look Delirious Nomad. Outstanding fucking album. I fucking love that album too. Um, but yeah, they came out with March of the Saints in 1984. Raising Fear, another great album. Saints Will Conquer. Eh. 
Um, but Symbol of Salvation, that's where, where it's at. This came out, I think this is still on Metal Blade Records. Um, yeah, they were on Metal Blade at that Dude, time. Dude, but we, we're talking about bands that haven't like reached that pinnacle. That... And they still haven't. <laughs> right. They broke up for many years. And it's I not like know. they're diseased. You yeah, know, or... dude. I don't know what happens. And I don't know what it is. But they release quality music. But they're never picked up. Or they just maybe kind they're... of self-implode. You know, whatever. Maybe they're blue-collared. Wait. Yeah. They got to work. You know, they got to pay the bills. You got to pay the bills too, man. And, and maybe music financially isn't going to cut it. But this day and age with the internet, dude. Like, yeah. anybody can be... Famous, I guess, like, but these guys, yeah. I mean, if, if you make a living out of uh, your music, dude, more power to you, you know, right? Like, being paid royalties and whatnot from outstanding music that you've contributed <laughs> something to society, yeah, like, for great sure. music, yeah, yeah. And you know, we're giving these bands harder. like we're giving these bands like on this platform, like, I don't know if it's like a shout out, but. Music that we recognize, like, hey, these bands are fucking, these are good bands that might have not reached the success as other well-known uh, thrash bands that are household right. names, but they're still worthy of your listening, so yeah. do check them out. Yeah, that's still another thing to consider, and, and again, we're not, for a lot of listeners, for a lot of people, they're like, fuck yeah, these are cool bands, I like them, these are, they're already... For your normies, David, the bands yeah. we mentioned, wait, they're not going to appeal to them. Correct. That's just not their cup of tea for the normies. Yeah. the I could tell you right away that it would be an acquired taste for some people to listen to DRI. For sure. It would be an acquired taste for some people to listen to Armored Saints. It might not be heavy enough. Or it might be too like, oh, that's gay. You know how they say shit like that. Hey, what's up, kitty? <laughs> no, dude, but these you know? bands are are worth mentioning because they're yeah, for sure. They did good albums. They produce yeah. good albums, and like you said, with that band, maybe it wasn't in the right yeah, it decade. Could have just yeah, man. It just it, by for a couple of years, maybe just a few years off. It's just we don't know, man. And you know, check right. them out, guys. Check out these bands. Yeah, for, for sure. Give them a listen. Um, so the. Let's roll into our our main topic for today, and some of these will will buy quickly, but some yeah. of, some of them will, some of them are actually worth mentioning and talking about. Right. So, Loudwire released an article a couple of weeks ago, and it said things that metalheads need to get over. There's sixteen of them. There's sixteen. What I found was that I need to know. The age of the author of this article, and I'm Yo, wondering. that's great, dude. I yeah. never, David. You think of shit that I don't even think about, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think, and you know what, dude? I think that's like a very important thing to ask. Sure. The age of this, he can't be. He can't be our age. No way. There's no way. No way, dude. So number one, bands aren't as big as they were in the '80s. Get over it. Okay. Uh. There's a lot of flaws with that statement. Yeah. Bands aren't as big as they were in the 80s. Who fucking wrote this? Yeah. Yes, so, they obviously, are. obviously yes, they, 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 weren't, are. they weren't born in the 80s. I can tell you that shit. 
Oh, you're right. You're absolutely... Damn, dude, you're right. They weren't even born in that day, Kate. Probably you're, not. Yep. I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked if they were. Kitty. Kitty's being destructive. Okay, no, he's left. Let me. <clears throat> so, the idea of... I mean, that's a very ignorant statement. To say that bands aren't as big as they were in the dude, they're fucking huge still. They're big, if not bigger, dude. Yeah. Especially bands that have lasted since the eighties, yeah. four decades ago. Yeah, Are you dude. Kidding they, me? And they have that. Um... So we're just gonna throw off like so longevity doesn't give a fuck. Like we're not we're not gonna care about that reputation. Wow. Right, dude. They're fucking full of shit. Lotwire, yeah. your guys are full of shit. Yeah. Well, maybe not Lotwire, but whoever wrote that article. Sure. That's, Am I gonna get over that? What do you mean, fair. dude? Right. That's. David, I don't agree with that statement. What do, you, what do you think? What do you? I what's mean, your perspective? When it comes to bands now, they're probably bigger than they were in the eighties. <laughs> yeah. From social media alone, and you're right. Being able to fucking reach out to the fans, as close younger as they fans, are, yeah, they're younger fans yeah, now. Yeah, it's cool, man. And then I mean, it's it's what's fucking crazy, is that you get the unfortunate. Um, people who when they, when they talk to you like it's okay for them to talk to you a certain way prime example there's this band that I like called Avantasia and the the brain the brains behind it he um he took a picture of himself with a with a mask and it's like black and white and he's like you know hey hey you know hopefully, something to the effect of uh, let's hope this year is great for uh, touring and blah 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 and some guy wrote to him and said, you're not a real man because you're wearing a mask. And then some other dude's like, I'm not going to listen to you anymore because you're wearing a mask. And just just a bunch of fucking stupid ass comments. Negative and, comments. And the way they tell him, it's like, if their opinion actually fucking matters. And like, if he's like, oh, I'm not going to be able to live with myself if you can't, you know, if you don't, uh. Like me for wearing I need, a mask. I, I need your guys' validation. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever, dude. If you don't fucking like it, too bad. Right. And he wasn't even... And it wasn't by any means even a political... Um, at all. You know what I mean? So I thought it was... It That's was, childish. It was funny because it's like, you're that close to your fucking fans, but at the same time, is it cool? Is it good? Is it not good? You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of assholes out there. Yeah. So what is it? What is there's it a lot of passionate fans that are way too passionate, dude. Right. And I mean, sometimes the things need to be put into perspective. For sure. Because it's like, hey, man, they have lives too, dude. They, let them fucking do their own shit, and then you just watch them play music, and that's it. Don't worry about anything else that they do. You know, it's it's fucking wild, man. No, dude, but I do it. I mean, I I I would say that some bands, not all bands. But some bands, dude, that were in the 80s are pretty big right now. So I don't think that was an accurate statement. Right. I mean, but that's my opinion. What do we know? We know a lot of shit. We're in that metal podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, like, Damn right. Fuck yeah. So Fuck that wire. However, number two, this one's where it gets kind of fucking iffy. Machine Gun Kelly is huge. Deal with it. Do you know what's my problem, Jesus, David? Jesus, dude. That, 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 that. That was unnecessary. Yeah. Deal with it. No, I'm not going to. What do you mean deal with it? Right. Fuck machine gun. Fuck this guy, dude. Yeah. Fuck that puto. The He's, idea that. What do you mean deal with it? Like. 
Why are you even talking about him, right? Why are you guys, as a, a, a rock metal publication, have no business talking about this fool at all? My future sister-in-law was telling me that, like, this guy was, like, a rapper before. Mm-hmm. So he already had, like, he, some sort of fame. He burnt all his bridges with them fuckers. So, so now he's now he's trying to do the same with the this metal ben, community. Yeah. This dumb fuck is trying to do the same shit now to the metal community. He's burning bridges. That's what yep. he's doing. He's gonna have to be careful, dude. With with unfortunately, people don't forget certain things, especially metalheads. I'll tell you what. I still haven't forgotten. Def Leppard said about El Paso. Called us a bunch of spicks and shit. Is that so? Yep. The nine arm band. Yes, sir. What the fuck, David? I didn't hear about this. Mm-hmm. And you never heard, and you never forgot about this, huh? No. Are you sure? Never. They, I've never heard about this. Did, yeah, man. In what context did they use it? They just it was a, uh, was a radio interview, I believe. He and really, he he really called us out. Yeah. Oh fuck that, Ben. Let me look for it real quick. We don't forget that shit, dude. That's uncalled for. In what context? In what context? Damn, that's some fucked up shit to say. So, <clears throat> let's see. Got a Kelly Q here, article. Okay, that's our source, Gailey Q. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been uh, more than thirty, and this is two thousand nineteen. It's been more than thirty-five years since El Paso boycotted Def Leppard. Uh, no wonder I've never seen those fuckers here. Wait. They made headlines in September of 1983 with a remark about El Pasoans. Wow. The nine-arm band. Yeah. Doesn't even have ten arms. Have nine. The Arizona Star reported that Elliot said he was returning from an engagement in El Paso. That place was all the greasy Mexicans. That's some fucked up shit to say. Fuck yeah. you. Yeah, you know what? I'm not greasy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. It's whatever. But yeah. again, we don't forget shit. We don't. So. You fucked up, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. We don't but like it's you. It's just like, at the same time, he's a fucking nobody. He's, he's barking up the wrong tree. Right. Like, he's a fucking. He's a chapete, way. Like, what the you fuck? Know what? Who the fuck is he? He's a guy that's banging. You're from Transformers. That's, that's all I know. He's fucking nasty, too, man. All fake and everything. Does she have like a webbed toes? Or, no, she's 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 an attractive woman. I'm not gonna simp for her, but uh, it's questionable. She, she has a couple of she has a couple of good years ahead of her. her. <laughs> no, she's, she's not with him. No, no, of course not. No, dude, no. But at this point, this guy has to be like the stepdaddy. Oh, uh, I could. It's because the thing is with him, I just see like him as. Megan Fox or what's her name? He's dirt. Yeah, he's dirty. He's looking. He looks like he smells all the time. And it looks like, I don't know, he doesn't seem like he's a good person overall. No, no, he's a shitty human being. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same. He probably has, like, his nostrils are always, like, caked with coke all the time. (laughs) They're caked with coke, dude. That's (laughs) fucking funny. Yeah, probably. Let's go to our third one. No, dude, but uh, I I mean, (laughs) MGK is not huge, and I'm, no, I'm not going to deal with the fuck that guy. No, yeah, look. So the, so the third one's like bands who change their sound. That yeah. one's our, that one's that one's up for grabs. So there are certain bands that I've enjoyed, 
and they changed their sound, so they evolved. I dare say they, they evolved. They evolved, correct. I didn't like the way they evolved, and I decided not to listen to them. Opeth. Opeth is a prime example. Um, it's cool because I have their old stuff, and it doesn't bother me. So not anymore, at least. I tried listening. Hey, let me. I tried listening again to the newer stuff again, as as. Uh, um, and it still hasn't hit. It hasn't. I haven't grabbed onto it still. Do you think it ever will be? Like you, you think you'll ever? Probably not, dude. No. It's one of those things where there was a a, a huge departure in sound, and it was without warning. It was just boom, quick. You're not gonna give it like a yearly try, like tool. I'm gonna try it this year. Man, I tell you, <laughs> I tried. This is the year I'm gonna get into tool. Right. <laughs> it was, it was two thousand. <laughs> like, nah, dude. I, it, <laughs> they're just too pretentious for me, man. They're yeah. just too pretentious for me. Um, but the bands evolving and changing naturally is fucking awesome, and it's great. They have to evolve, dude. But if I don't like the direction they're going in, I don't gotta listen to them anymore. You don't. You know. You don't. You can just stick to like the albums that you yeah. like. So the idea is that we need to get over that shit. Like what? 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 In what context? Or how? Or we why? just need to get over it. Like they change. Deal with it. <laughs> you know? Deal with it. I mean, obviously, we can't do anything about it. No. But as a as a whole, if you fucking just don't buy their albums, and other people don't buy their albums, some of these pendejos are gonna be like, "Oh shit, we changed our sound a little bit too drastically." Right. So they know. Let's not go too far. But at the end of the day, they got to express themselves artistically. So it's kind of fucked up, you know? You're right. So, um, I'll, you know, the good thing is that with many bands is we still have their back catalog and listening to that shit. So that's that. a great thing. Yeah, you're right. Dude, because, I mean, at some point, David, you can't keep stagnant. You have to change. Wait. You have to change, but it has to be a subtle change and a change for like. Or naturally. The, yeah, organically. Right. You know, where you're like, okay, it changed, and I like it. But once they take a totally different direction, you're like, yo, is this even the same band, dude? Like, what right. the fuck is this? Like, nah, no, nah, you know what? I think I'm going to stick to, like, your earlier catalog. Yeah. Because that's what I like. If, if, I'm not saying I don't yeah. like your other stuff. I'm just not in tune with it. Exactly. I think one of the, one of the great um, examples for me that I thought was interesting was... Uh, Guys, every time I say interesting, you drink a beer. You drink chug. <laughs> what I, I noticed that I really enjoyed was Ram It Down from uh, Judas, Priest. Judas Priest. They tried to go heavier, but that was uh, obviously it was a drum uh, electro- electronic drum kit. Right. I don't even think I don't even think they had a drummer at that time. Probably not. Because you can hear it. Eight, this is like eighty-eight. 80, no, yeah, 90, 88. No, eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. 80, it was like clicky. It did yeah. sound like a real drum, uh, real drums. Then they released Painkiller. Uh, but in uh, Ram It Down, you can notice that there was, it started getting heavier. And pain, in, 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 in Ram It Down, was it more much of like an industrial thing? They're, tr- they're trying to do like an 80s. Ah, and I can't even, because it is all 80s. They're trying to go with like what was popular at the time. I oh, like Turbo was. Oh, was. oh, my bad. Turbo Lover. Yeah, t- Turbo, man. That was the one that was the questionable. Different. different. I was okay with it, though. 
but, like it. I like but, it as a fan. I like see, it. But the thing is, is that we're probably okay with it looking back. But people who were at that time oh, expecting a new album. Oh, <laughs> I see what you're saying. They probably weren't happy with that shit. What the fuck is this? You know, what the fuck is this electronic and bullshit? Yeah. yeah, you're right. That's a great song, too, by the it way. It is a great song, That's dude. a great song. I think that'd be a great uh, karaoke song. Oh, are you kidding me? For sure, dude. Yeah. I'd rather do that one than... Uh, uh, what's your popular... Uh, Breaking the Law. Any day. Yeah. Breaking the Law is like their anthem. Yeah. I think I would like to do like Heading Out the Highway. That's an excellent song. Yeah. I love that song. Yeah. I think I would do that one and, and Turbo Lover. <laughs> Turbo Lover, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would do those. But... If you see the, if you see what I'm talking about, like they start getting heavier with Ram It Down, so there was a little subtle change, and then fucking oh, Painkiller no. was full blown metal. Yeah, dude. yeah. No, yeah. dude, I love Painkiller. Painkiller is that album that came out in 1990, and mm-hmm. bunch of thrash bands, like at least the Big Four, had already released excellent albums by '90. Yeah, and then Ju- Judas Priest came, and like it was like, nah, dude, we're old school, we're new. What's up? That was like a re. They reinvented themselves they, at that point. Oh, they sure you know? they did for sure, dude. <clears throat> what was uh, what I liked is uh, I know um, Rob Halford had a close relationship with Phil from Pantera at that point. Yeah, and he was saying that they're doing this the vocals because when when Phil was doing the high vocals on Cowboys from Hell, I don't know if they had gone on tour or they did something with with Judas Priest, but they became good friends. And I know uh, Rob Halford left, and then he did uh, as a Voyager, or then he did Fight. Fight, yeah. When he did Fight. When, on his departure with right. Priest. He started On doing, his hiatus. Yeah. That's when they would do shows together with, with Pantera, too. So, I Imagine remember. Imagine seeing him with Pantera, dude. Would be such a bizarre thing to see Fight with Rob Halford and seeing Pantera. That would have been fucking awesome, right? Yes. To see something like that. Uh, which, another band that's great, guys, is... Another straight heavy metal band, kind of thrashy, with Rob Halford fight is another good one. That was a war, si- what, war what, of words. Can we call it a side project? Yes. Solo material. That was later, when he did Halford. Remember? Oh, you're 2000? right, you're, dude. Yes. So fight was just a completely different. It wasn't his whole material. Right. It was just his. It was a side project. Man, but when he did Halford in 2000, uh, Resurrection? Oh, fuck. And that song, Resurrection, I told you, man. In 2000, this is in the 2000s? 2000, yeah. Man, that one came out, it was an apology letter. Resurrection was just, I'm saying, I'm sorry, I fucked up. I should have stuck the metal. That's what he was saying. And uh, soon after, was it 2006 or seven or eight? He went back with Priest. Uh, Dude. When they did Angel of Retribution. Right. Oh, that was an excellent fucking album. I love that album. I love that fucking album, yeah. Dude, Priest is still fucking king. They're still... Exactly. They're still firing on all cylinders, you know? They are, dude. And and talk about longevity with the band, Wayne. Yeah. And Ian Hill... Some lineup changes, but still. No, we see exactly. But Ian Hill has been the... Mm -hmm. He's been the backbone, dude. He's been the backbone of Dustin's baby. You know? The only, the only one, huh? Consistently. Yeah. He's seen, he's seen drummers come and go, guitarists, dude. Yeah. You know, and I'm glad that we still got to see 
the two shredders, oh, Glenn hey. Tipton, yeah, and KK Downing. We're yeah. we're privileged, fortunate yeah. enough. I don't know if you for sure. Priest is that band, dude? That I mean, from the sixties. Damn, come on. Oh yeah. So what's the fourth one, David? Is it the fourth one? Rejecting new subgenres. <clears throat> we need to get over that new subgenres. Oh my god. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I'm 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 guilty of that shit because it's just there's just at this point there's just too many, dude. <clears throat> so the the idea for me is someone asks, "What does this band sound like that you're recommending to me?" Oh, <laughs> it about it sounds like. This other band, I've never heard them before. Oh, well, then it sounds like... They want a reference. It sounds like, you know, um, <laughs> it's a technical melodic thrash metal. It's technical melodic death metal or whatever. You start giving them it's these Florida genres. death metal or Swedish yeah, death metal. It's Florida death metal with a little bit of uh, Swedish, you know, flair or whatever the fuck. Or it's symphonic or it's whatever the fuck. People want to dissect like subgenres under the metal umbrella, right? And and for the most part, for me as a descriptor and asking people are asking what does this band sound like or what is it like so that I can listen to them, it's fine. It does start to become though convoluted, and it becomes uh, saturated at one point. So, is it bad? Is is it bad, David? It's not a bad thing. Because, I mean, dude, we did the thrash albums and we stuck to thrash, way. Yeah. you know? It's like, it's a it's a subgenre at the end of the day. Yeah. But just, I mean, for me, dude, honestly, I was never a part of a... I never got on board with N-U with the accent new, uh, new yeah. metal. Right. That's a genre in itself. But <clears throat> it's a genre. Do yeah. we have to accept it? Uh, We don't have to accept it. It exists. No. It exists. We don't have to accept it. I mean, why right. do we why do we have to it, it, it's a thing? Yeah. I don't know how we have to get over it. Either, get over that either. I About mean, new metal? I guess. I don't know. Like just yeah, hold on. No, kitty. You're being so, you're being a little extra today, let me you really want to be on the podcast yeah, today, buddy. I'm gonna hold on to him. Your son wants to be a part of the podcast. But he's basically the the author is basically trying to dox us. For rejecting new subgenres and saying oh. that we shouldn't be doing that. Oh. To basically accept and be willing to accept. You're trying to say he's trying to shame us? Right. Fuck this guy. So, like I tell you, for descripting and giving people examples, that's perfectly fine. I think so. But there's just, at one point, there are just too many subgenres. It does become See, a pain in the ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. But, you're right. You're right. But if we're going to just stick to. It's death metal, black metal, power metal. The basics, dude. The, the basics, the it's staples. Fine. It's fine. Anyway, it's fine. But yeah, again, this guy's full of shit. So that was what number four, five. Now we're going to six. Bet you can't name three songs. Ouch. Okay. Now. It's if, bad, and it's 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 bad. Okay. First of all, let's say this. A lot of metalheads are complaining and bitching that there's not enough women in metal. Well, let them be in metal. Don't fucking scrutinize them. Don't fucking ask them all these stupid-ass questions. If you want women in metal to be involved in the metal scene... The metal community? Let them. Right, right. Let them. Don't fucking be questioning them about dumb shit. You know what I mean? You know, if if they're going to be part of the scene, 
Let him wear yeah. Let him wear a uh, purple rain shirt from uh, Prince. From, from Prince, whatever. They it's, don't know. Purple rain is that a movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> purple rain. Dude, they don't know shit. I mean, we. Uh, this is arguable. Remember, like, used to have like metal for, metal for passion, not for fashion, not for fashion. Yeah. So I mean, I still get why some metalheads get triggered, like. You can't name three songs. What the fuck? Why are you wearing their, their yeah. merch? Because yeah. it's not... I mean, it shouldn't be a t-shirt for a wardrobe. Like, women tend to... And they get to, they get away with it, David. Like, they get away with, like, oh, outfit of the day. Mm-hmm. And then they and then they put a shirt. No, dude, I go out. I want to wear a band shirt. It, it Like, sometimes it takes me a while because I don't know which band shirt I want to mm-hmm. wear. But I know the bands, like, I fuck with them. Right. You know, it's not bands that I don't know. I guess that's what people have a problem with. Like, okay, name me three songs, like, like, show me you're a fan. Right. And you I know? think that there are girls. Guys, too. Guys, guys do, too. I, I don't want to, I don't, I just don't want to make this on the girls. No, right. guys, too. Guys will do that shit, too. Right. The idea to me is, like, I just don't want there to, to be... Where you're ostracize to, them yeah you're, you're, you're trying to like let's not scare people away from correct the, no from, i agree with that you know it's as it is it's already seen as an outsider music that's kind of like a bully is. technique too right. david like oh name me three songs like yeah. okay fuck but I, i'm I, not i'm not a walking encyclopedia <laughs> like yeah. you i just fuck with rage against the machine and i like this song or whatever and i tell you what too man it's like um you put people on you put someone on the spot and then it's like holy shit i forgot all of a sudden like we always play this the this game called the movie game. And, oh, I love that, right? I play and, the ones with you. But hey, wait, remember when we tried it and it's like ah, I forgot the name of the of the movie. I you and your, this, you and your sister answer. were going at it for hours, dude. Yeah, dude, we're, we 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 play it a lot, dude. It's a fun game, especially when you're drunk. When you're like, oh fuck, like dude, it's because you're drunk. <laughs> it's you're impaired. Yeah, when when we yeah when you're drinking, it's oh, an amazing game. Hey, you yeah. dude, you need to make that a, an actual card game or a board game. Yeah. You need to patent that. You need to patent. Yeah, well, you need to get that patent because it's like yeah. I've never heard of that game, and it's like it's it's a perfect drinking game. Yeah. I'd rather play that game than like Circle of Death because yeah. I'm challenging. Oh, people. Circle of Death. Yeah, dude, because I'm challenging people like on um, popular culture. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's fun. No, it's a, uh, yeah, it's such a fun uh, fucking uh, drinking game or just a game in general. It's just not even a drinking game. It's fun. Right. Uh, drinking makes it much more fun. Yeah, yeah, and crazy because you forget shit. Uh, yeah, but okay. So it's like I said, we want people to keep, come into the metal world. You know what exactly. I mean? We don't want to scare we them want, away. We want to include them in the metal community. Yeah. yeah. So this one, I guess uh, I agree with them on this one. Right. Number seven, chanting one more song for an encore. For oh, so for whatever dude. reason, so for whatever reason, this fucking dude seems to be really fucking annoyed by this shit. And he's saying that metalheads need to stop saying that. Why? Look, if I paid good money, I paid fucking good money. And if if it's part of the show experience Absolutely. at this point, Absolutely, dude. They get know, off stage. I've been in, in in in. Sorry to cut you off, David. No, no, dude. I've been in in shows or concerts where the crowd isn't really feeling it. They're not vibing with it or whatever. But when they ask him for one more song, oh, if you're a band and you don't give us that one more song, dude, you're a fucking dick. You're a culo, man. Yeah. Yeah, you're a culo bird. 
Yeah. We're trying to get. We're trying to get. What, we're trying to squeeze one more song for the money I paid for. Give me one more. One of your. Yeah. One of your good hits. No, dude. I don't. I don't agree with this. Like we say, like one more song. Yeah, yeah. One more. Cause song. yeah, dude. Yeah. Cause they already like. You know, they already went to like the backstage. They just want to chill and like they see the people still asking. Like, why not give them what the people want, David? And they know. They know. They all. Most of the bands have the encore, anyways. They just want to hear that. I'm telling you, it's part of fucking the concert culture. Do you, do you it's think, part you, of going to shows. Do you think it boosts their ego? Oh yeah. <laughs> then just they okay. want to hear it. Yeah. I know. If I didn't hear it, I'm like, I'm not gonna go back out there. Have you been in? Have you, <laughs> dude, have you been in concerts where they just don't give you that one more song? Yes. <laughs> How yeah. does that feel though? Like you're like, oh, it's so final. Like that's it. Dude, but doesn't uh, that question you? I was like, expecting dude, a fucking... Yes, you know? dude. You're still like... And you're still there expecting for like the background music <laughs> to play. And everybody... They're taking the, the text. They're they're taking away the the uh, the drums. I'm like, oh shit, that's not a good song. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Once they start disassembling the drums that you're like... Yeah, I think we need to call it. <laughs> yeah. Because we still want that one more song, dude. Yeah. No, this guy's no, this guy's out of his mind. I wonder how yeah. old he is, cause no, dude, no, absolutely, no. Now I'm gonna do it even more. Yeah, fuck this guy. Um, time out. I gotta go pee. Pshum, pshum, fastest pee in the west. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, what are we on? Number eight. So we are on number. Yeah, no, that, that the last one was number seven. Chanting one more song for an encore. We're at number eight. Hating bands who sound like classic rock bands. Look, and I think this is a big... Um, who are they talking about? Um, that one band that's out that sounds like Led Zeppelin. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I, I see what you're saying. Uh, oh, man. Damn it. Oh, dude, we have to brain fart. I have a brain fart right now. I know. Hold on, let me... Yeah, let me look. Let me look really quick. They're so so this band is from Michigan. They have a uh, the singer sounds I mean and to be completely honest with you David, I kind of like the sound because it's somewhat similar to Robert Plant. Yeah. Uh Greta Van Fleet. Oh, it's Greta Van Fleet, you're right. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, dude, at the same token, I'm not going to lie, it sounds like they're ripping them off. And a lot of people have that problem. Like, yeah. dude, you sound like Zeppelin way. Yeah. Like, when I heard it, I was fooled. I thought it was a Zeppelin song that I never heard. Yeah, same. So here's here's why I don't like them. They publicly said, "Who led who? We're, we don't. Do you think they were fucking with? We yeah, we never. They're not one of our influences. What are you talking about? They're straight up lying liars. Yes, correct." So ever since Get that, the fuck out of here. You, you sound yeah. exactly like fucking Zeppelin. <laughs> I, I you, know. Dude, the fucking guitarist is even playing a fucking the same uh instrument as fucking Jimmy Page. Get out of here. Same guitar? Same guitar, dude. Same tone, same everything. Yeah. How dare they say that they're not I think that's that's what bothers me, that they're saying that they're not influenced. Get out of here. They're full so of you shit. so you just sound like like Rob like Zeppelin in the seventies? Just just straight up, no, without no, any... No, no, You dude. know what I mean? Nah, I don't believe it. I no. like, like I said, I do like a couple of their songs, a couple of their tracks. 
but not I. It's also a lot like Zeppelin, dude. Yeah. What yeah. a what a perfect example, dude. What yeah. a perfect example. And I know that's probably what they were talking about. You, you know? think so without like, calling them out? Yeah. So hating hating. I mean, come on, dude. First of all, that's the only band that comes into mind, and yeah. it wouldn't have come into mind if you wouldn't have like right. you know given the, that example. But the thing is, is that he can't be telling us who we can like or can't like. The idea that they were even Ooh, you're right. You know what I mean? That's like, come on, dude. It's it's subjective. So it's like, if I don't like it, I don't like it, and that's it, dude. It shouldn't be up to them to say, oh, you're an asshole because you don't like this band. That's not okay either. You know? You're right. I agree with that. And it, and it goes down to what we do. Critique. So we critique. So let's say, for example, me. I don't like Tool. Mastodon. Uh, Mastodon. Ghost. Ghost, right? But I'm not going to be talking shit to the actual fans who enjoy them. Right. Because the fans enjoy them for a certain reason. Correct. They like... They it, it relates to the like way the or theatrics yeah, or the lyric very, content exactly it, and especially the you know big stoners they really love Tool for sure and they and they feel it in a different way that they can identify with that mathematic rock or whatever yes. the fuck <laughs> they get all that geometry and yeah algebra. <laughs> yeah that whole fucking dude the why shell thing. <laughs> what are they getting that we're not getting I don't know dude but I mean they're probably tripping balls at that point so. It, Dude, and the guys that love Tool, love yeah, Tool. Yeah, you're not gonna. You either like Tool or you don't like them. <laughs> yeah. I've never find like I've never found a guy like I, I like Tool a little bit. No, dude. Yeah. It's like you're either pregnant or like a little yeah. pregnant. Like <laughs> no, no, dude, you like yeah. them or you don't. Yeah, that was, it's a, <laughs> that was that was that was kind of a little bit. I feel that you know, <laughs> but <clears throat> hating bands. Uh, you know, Who sound like classic rock bands? Yeah. That was number eight. Come on, man. According to La Wire, think that we should what? Yeah. Come I on, think man. that we should get over. Yeah, get over it. Nah. So number nine is thinking you only need sick riffs to make a song. So <clears throat> I feel like this person is attacking the structure types of people or genres, right? No, what do you mean? No. What do you mean? Do, do, he's, he's attacking. Do elaborate. People. So, there's a, you know, maybe in the death metal world or in the, uh, uh, let's say grindcore or just even in these other fucking genres of metal, where they they come up with some badass riffage or whatever the fuck, and they they call it sick riffs, sick riffs, dude, sick riffs, whatever the fuck, but. I feel like he's attacking people and he's like kind of like making fun of them for that's what they really enjoy about a, a song is this, the riffage on it or whatever the fuck. And I feel like he's just like kind of nitpicking at certain people and certain genres and certain things. Have you noticed all the things that this person really seems to like it to me? It seems like it's just pop music. Like it just seems to be everything is like, it's new music that's pop rock, like like yeah, it's been new that's recently with rock that's being right now like ten on the airways. Oh, maybe at least ten or fifteen years. Radio because, friendly rock. Right. It just oh, seems to be that this God. is what this guy really um, enjoys. Gra- gravitate towards gravitates right. Because uh, I'm sorry, dude, but the bands that you listen to, they probably have really shitty riffs, and that's why you're saying. Do you think this fool's like a fan of uh, Five Finger Bro Punch? Probably. And that's why, because they have shit riffs. They don't have sick riffs. They have shit Point riffs. Point will take in. Yeah. So I feel like maybe that's why. 
you know, motherfucker just hasn't been exposed to good riffs, and that's what it is, dude. You know what I mean? That's what it sounds like to me. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, what was that, number nine? Number nine. Number ten, go for it. Thinking that wearing earplugs makes you tough. I agree with that one. I don't wear them sometimes because I sit in the back uh, at bars or, or I'll go towards the back to enjoy my beer at different shows. I don't get it. Not wearing earplugs makes you tough. Yeah, so there's, I guess, I guess there's been people who they just don't want to wear their plugs and they want to be right up front up with the PA. Oh, that shit fucks who you Who the up, fuck man. does that? What I do don't know. Dude, I do not want to be standing next to a PA. Fuck to the, no, hell no. Way, no. dude. No, dude. No, that's a word. Dude, that's like, I wouldn't even do that like at the theaters going in like the very front, dude. No, 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 no. When it comes to, okay, if I'm in the pit, yes, I like being like front and center, but nowhere near speaker. That's what I'm I saying. I don't want to go deaf, dude. Hell no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In the back, I'm fine with it. It's not a big deal to have. I never no. wear them, David. I've, nev- I've never wore them, dude. Never. I've, I've, I hardly ever, ever wear them. dude, ever. But it's not because I think I'm a tough guy. I wear them at work, construction, but I yeah. never wear them at a concert, dude. Right. I don't think it's anything to do with tough guys. Now, dude. for babies, dude, I've seen actual people that take their infant kids' yeah. earmuffs. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But why would you put your kid in that situation? First of all, yeah. Why, right. Why even do that? Yeah. That's stupid. They're not even going to remember that shit. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you know, you're absolutely right, but people do it. That's the only uh, exception that I could be like, okay, yeah. earmuffs or... Yeah. But that's the only one, dude. But I don't know. That's just me. But no, no, no. I would not enjoy a concert like yeah with a speaker like right in my ear, dude. No, I would go and, and, deaf. Or for you know, you're lost loss of hearing for at least two or three days. Oh no, David. Uh, yeah. Loss of hearing is extremely common with musicians. Yeah. With, and if, that's, if, and, and if that's, musicians yeah. don't have like if, if their earring way, if their hearing is like perfect, dude, something's wrong with musicians. Like every musician that we idolize, dude. They all have issues with their with the ringing of the bell because, dude, it's bombarding of like loudspeakers. That that's what they work at. You that's know, Lemmy their... had it. I'm yeah, sure he had. Oh well, well, they... yeah. For oh, that fucker was deaf in his fifties. Wait, in his fifties, I could be. I'm more than positive, sure that that's why you, a lot of people couldn't still not understand what the fuck he was saying. His, how what he was saying because, it, I was, it, you know, out of the whole. He damaged his eardrums, yeah, like for, for sure. Sh- year after year, dude. Yeah. Damn. But this one I agree with. Um, if you're not wearing them because you think you're tough, then at that point you're a dumbass. But if you're not wearing them because you're not gonna be in the front, that's fine. I don't give a fuck. That's cool. I'll be in the back anyways. You know what I mean? Just enjoy my drink. Right. Um, number eleven. This is a good one. I think. Uh, so we need no, to get no, over no, this. No, David. I think it's number ten, dude. Oh no, no, you're right. I'm my bad. It so, is. So we need to get over this? Not me. I'm not getting over that. Metallica firing Dave Mustaine. No. And I'll tell you why. And the way they did it. It could have done. It could have been done in such a better way. They could have just told Dave. You know what? We don't like that you're drinking so much. And you're not going to make this trip with us. Instead of sending him back home in a fucking bus. Took two from days. From coast to coast, From dude. coast to coast. Took him two, three days to get home. What a fucking group of assholes at that time. To And, and, and again, it goes to show you the maturity level probably wasn't there. Of alcoholica, mind of you. Of alcoholica. 
who continued who had a problem with who had a problem with Dave Mustaine drinking it. They were the ones. They were known as alcoholic. Yeah. And James relapsed recently, but Dave's been clear sober for twenty five probably years. You know, been many years now. But you know what I hate that they call him like, oh no, he sold out. He's Christian, like. Dude, he's Christian, but he's not playing Christian fucking metal. He's not. He's not playing Christian metal. Not, like, yeah. calm your fucking tits. And he's t- let him take care of himself. If yes, he wants, dude. He did a shit. The dude. heroin, the cocaine. Oh, dude, dude, he was a fucking junkie. He was. Yeah, they were all legit. Junkies. But why is it that we not yeah. condemn? That's not the word. But why do we? Why do we look down on like right. recovering alcoholics? Look at look sobriety. At, but why is that bad, dude? I don't know. Dude, I can't do it for a fucking month. No, my miss. Binchy Rob Halford's been doing it for fucking 30 years, brother. 30 years without fucking mm. drinking weed. You know how much yeah. that fucking will that takes, weed? Yeah, dude. You kidding me, weed? He looks so much happier. He does. Oh, you know what I mean? He's, he's aging gracefully, dude. Yeah, with yeah. his white beard, living the he life in good, Arizona. Man. He looks good, man. He does look yeah. good. I mean, we don't we don't need alcohol to have fun. But, you know, it's like, I like it. I think it's habit now, right? Perhaps. Yeah. It's just like, I, you know what? It might be habit, but mm. I love doing the podcast while I'm drinking. Yeah. Yeah, and I've, I've done it sober plenty of times, you know, and it's still fun. Yeah. You know, we're, we're discussing shit that we love. And we would have been doing this like normally, whether without beer, <laughs> yeah. whether without a podcast. Yeah, without the mics here either way. Right. This is, you know, so that's the cherry on top. So that's, mm-hmm. that's good, man. Um, but yeah, the whole idea of, of, of Metallica firing Dave Mustaine was, was really in bad taste. Although in retrospect, it is a great thing in terms of, we have two good bands to come out of it. Well, right. Metallica, right. not so great anymore. I would say that's arguable. <clears throat> um, Megadeth is still playing. Megadeth's still playing heavy, hard. Metallica's. Coasting planet safe, dude. Megadeth, <laughs> yeah, no, Megadeth. The, the, I'm, I'm telling you, we go back to it. Like Dave Mustaine is perfect at like getting guitar players, dude. And, yeah, and, and continuing to be a successful band because not a lot of bands have that privilege, David. Correct. Not a lot of bands can get like uh, uh they have. He has to audition guitarists at this point, dude, where they're up to par, where they can play riffs, where they can play solos, because the band's still continuing. I mean, they're still doing. They're still. They're still gonna do a second leg of their U.S. tour later on this. Oh, this that's year, right, dude. Yeah, that's right. You know, so. I mean, it's not something that I'm gonna get over, but, like you said, what a shitty way of uh of kicking someone of out of missing somebody like yes, that. Yes, dude. And Dave Mustaine was uh, resentful towards that for years, right? Yes, and, that's and, what gave him the will to like. Oh yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna. I'm still gonna pursue. You know, spite my, is powerful, my... man. It is, and I'm gonna show him. Yeah, yeah, and, and and I'm glad he did. You know, and and you know, and it also says a lot about him too, to forgive them, and to show the love and the respect that he does towards right. James and Lars. I know he does not. He doesn't really like um, um, Mr. Wow Wow. What's his name? Uh, Kirk. He doesn't really like Kirk. He took his spot. Yeah. You think he I wouldn't like him either because he fucking plays. He's he's a very weak guitarist, I would say. Um, but I mean, I would I would I would be respectful to, to James and, and and Lars. Maybe I would. You know that like there were his homies. Oh, dude! You know you know, you, you, you know what impacted me in that documentary? Some kind of monster. 
that I haven't they, seen it. I haven't seen dude, it. Dude, you have to see yeah. it. The I don't whole, know if I want to, if I'm ready for that, man. Dude, you they, they you, therapy is a part of like the process, and 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 like Dave Mustaine told uh they were going to therapy, and he told uh Lars something. He's like, I miss talking to like my little Swedish friend, or was he Swedish? I think he's Swedish. He's uh Danish. Oh, oh, that's what he said. He's all like, yeah, I miss talking to like my Danish friend when he kicked me out. You know, because. They used to like they used to be friends before the band, right. and then the band happened, and then he got kicked out, and it almost seems like okay, you know what, didn't work out. Sorry, here's your bus ticket. Have a good life, you know. And he he said he was kind of resentful towards that because he wanted to be in the band, and I'm I mean right now we're seeing it as like that was the best thing that could have happened, but that's not the bet that's not that's not Dave Mustaine's like he didn't want that to happen, dude. He wanted right. to be a part of. Uh, a part of this 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 Metallica band, yeah, which is a household name at this point. Yeah, and yeah. Well, both of them are. You're now, right. No, now, you're right. You're right. Now, was there? I wonder what else there was. You know? There was drinking issues from um all all of them, yeah. from all all of them, dude. They just didn't have a uh, healthy boundaries. That they're barely yeah. learning in their in their thirties or forties in that documentary because they needed yeah, therapy. Yeah, they were they were in their teens, no? They were the what? They were in their teens at this point. No, when they when they did uh Kill 'Em All, dude, yeah, they were they dude the 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 album cover on the back of the of the album cover like yeah. the sleeve, they look super young. They're not. They can't be in their twenties. No way. Eighteen. Yeah. Eighteen, maybe. Kids, dude. Yeah, they're still kids, dude. It is crazy point. how we've seen these musicians like age before our eyes. Yeah, it's unreal. Yeah, yeah, it is. And and, and, and having to see them pass away, you know. Oh, that's, dude, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, we. Oh, dude. Yes, yes. And we're at that age, man. We're, we're that, seeing well, our. We're seeing it. Yeah. We're seeing our 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 bands like just go away, or yeah. certain members of of bands perish. Yeah, or or. They're not making music anymore, and you see them now, and it's like they don't look so hot. They don't look so good, you know. Right. Um, this is number twelve. So number twelve is and justice for all. No, Jason Houston. So how how, how can we forget one yeah. of their their best albums without a bass? Let's just forget yeah. that. Right. Like, no, it's cool. You know? <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's like no, it's not cool, dude. The idea that that fucking Lars, fucking little cunt, like he was he's such you, a fucking asshole. Do you dude. think that was like he was a, that that was hazing? It has to have been part of because that was the first resentment album. towards Jason, but it's not his fucking fault, dude. He didn't fucking kill anybody. He didn't. He didn't. You know what I mean? If they wanted to be as petty as that, then don't fucking go on tour buses anymore. Then fucking fly everywhere. Then you're fucking right. You know what I mean? Like that was fucked up, dude. What did Jason fucking do? He just fucking he just scapegoat. Yeah, that became uh, ultimately became the scapegoat for Cliff. Like for the whole thing with Cliff. Coolos, what dude. the fuck, dude? Yeah, you know, like dude, I'm he got sure super. He, was... he got super jealous when Jason was doing his own band. Like, he, like he couldn't fucking dare even think about him doing another band that wasn't Metallica, and that was his issue. Oh, but James could do it. And then now Kirk's gonna fucking release his own solo shit. Fucking, oh, is that so? Fucking asshole. Yeah. We need to review that. Yeah. I think it's going to be like more of a meditative type thing though. Very ambient, I think. I think that's what I was getting from 
So not, nothing, nothing metallic. I don't think so. I don't think it's anything metallic. I don't think it might. It might have some rock and roll in it, but I don't think right. it's going to be that. Um, Thirteen, Jethro Tull, winning the Grammy from uh, over Metallica thirty years ago. Uh, it's not so much that I need to get over it because I need to get over it. It's just that they're not fucking heavy metal. How is a fucking classic right. rock band yeah. at this point, even in at that time, a still a classic rock band? What is it, like eighty eight or eighty nine, whatever the fuck it was. Right, right. How are they gonna win an award? For heavy metal, when they're not playing heavy metal, I think it was the establishment, like Obviously. like staking it to the metal community. Sure, sure, and they got away with it. Yeah, Coolos, dude. Yeah. Eee, that's f- look. Red is right, dude. Jetro Tools like you know? a good band, también. Sure, but, they're awesome, but, yeah. but they did steal it from Metallica. They didn't. I don't want to be <laughs> resentful, but it's not against me. But it's all like, come on, like you said, dude. It's not metal. Come on. Right. And, and and it should be right is right, man. That's all it is, man. Yes. That's all I can tell you. And that's that was a. Uh... I can't believe we're actually like on Metallica side on this yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Well, we gotta defend our dogs, you know. Our, we do. Our, 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 At the end of the day, metal people. Yeah, know? absolutely. We we always defend ourselves. Yeah. That was fucked up. That was fucked up, dude. But I'm not gonna get over that shit. I don't, I don't need to get over it, dude. I'm still not know. over the fact that Judas Priest is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I know. I I'm not gonna get over that. It bothers me to the core. Yeah. It bothers me, David. Fourteen. So number fourteen is the fact that black album exists. You need to get over that. Okay. First of all, why would you say something so stupid? Like the the statement itself, right? We need to get over the fact that Metallica did the black album. Like. <laughs> In terms of in totality, it's not even a big deal. And for me, it's just another album they did, and they just decided to fucking change their direction of music. And that was be it. More commercially be more commercial, successful. Yeah, be more commercially successful. It's still a great album. It is. I think most of the On songs are own. Right. But even then, dude, like, like we're talking about that bands that changed they. Changed their sound and the purest the, the diehard metalheads just didn't accept that. What do you mean ballads? Why ballads? We don't need ballads. I mean, one We're thrash. One was a ballad, I would say. Are you? You know, from Unjustice, right? You know. Um. But compared to their older material, obviously, it was it was a, a downgrade. Departure. It was a downgrade and a departure. Yeah, and it wasn't. Metal. It wasn't thrash, as people would say. They're exploring just it different was, avenues. It was a good hard rock album, and I'll leave it at that. You know, and for what they did, it was a good album. But it, it, it still shocks me though the amount of sales that it had. And, Dude, it's still it's still one of the biggest fucking um, albums ever. Wait, that was their. We could retire now if they wanted. You're to. right. You're right. You they could have. Ju- you're absolutely yeah, right with that weird. album. And they did. They went on a hiatus for a while. Because they tour for like three years? Yeah. And then they're like, fuck this. We're going to chill for, what, several years? years? Yeah. Do our own thing. Cut our hair. (laughs) See, that's That's when they got the backlash. That's right. When they did load. Oh, God. Change is bad. Like, I guess we're stubborn to a certain extent. Yeah. We are. We have to. I mean, 
to a certain extent, we are stubborn because we like what we like. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's what it comes down to, right? If it's not broken, don't fix it. Right. But thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> For reals. <laughs> Number fifteen. The snare sound. Now, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. The snare sound on Saint Hanger. That's a fucking dog shit fucking sounding snare. I'm not going to get over that. Fuck you, guy. Whoever his name is on Loudwire. Yeah. What the fuck is your problem, bro? To even enjoy that? To like that? To say, no, he's not this just, is a great he's, drum sound. That's like a that's like an org, that's like like an an orgasm from a woman sometimes. Like, he's faking it. No, dude. Like, fuck this. <laughs> no, Shingiz, wait. No, the snare sound on Saint Anger. That's an album that... All Metallica, all Metallica fans are gonna agree. Like that's that's not a good album. No, that's not an it's album not they album. wish they would have. I dude, I wouldn't be surprised if they regret just <sighs> just releasing that album. Dude, I bought it willy nilly. <clears throat> I bought no it too. Way. I bought it. No I bought. I bought. Way. I bought it too, David. I bought it too. Oh, <clears throat> I got so mad, dude. I got so mad, dude, when I heard it. David, I'm, I'm telling you, you need to watch this documentary, brother, because the 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 people that are questioning Metallica are even like, "What is this album?" But we're talking about like 19 years ago, dude. Yeah. Even people then were questioning, like, "Yo, what the fuck is this? Yeah. What is this?" And like Metallica <laughs> was like, "Wait, with a fucking serious face, like they're trying to convince us that this was the route to go." And no, tick 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 friend tick. Tick, tick, tick. No, dude. What the fuck is that? And you know what? I don't fucking like. Well, he's a great bass player. I don't fucking like Trujillo, man. On that album? At all. I he doesn't stand like, out, huh? I just don't like him, dude. I don't like the way he does that fucking stance and the walk and the way he plays. I just don't fucking like it, dude. <laughs> it's not hey, hey, it could be worse. It could be Fieldy from a corn with oh, a bass. Oh, you're right. <laughs> no, my bad. <laughs> Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could be fieldy. I sucks. think that's like the worst bass. Imagine. Oh, I mean, not, nothing against the the musician, but the way he plays his bass and his tube socks. Yeah. Like, no, bro. Yeah, that's gangster style, I dude. Because Robert Trujillo's an excellent fucking oh, no. bassist, dude. He's one of the best in the for world. sure, without a doubt. I mean, with he played for Ozzy, you know, his son was filling uh, in a couple of yeah. spots in South America for suicidal tendencies. That's right. You know, uh, what is it? Something. Uh, was it Groove? What's it called? Uh, that other band that he had. Robert Trujillo? Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. Let me see. Wait, so you're saying that Lars actually allows them to have side bands now? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like it, right? Infectious Grooves. Oh. Infectious Grooves. The plague. The plague that makes your booty move. It's the infectious grooves. <laughs> Good shit. Punk it up. That that one I enjoy Trujillo on that one very much. It's a that's really good, but But he doesn't stand out on on, on what well, should have been an album like, hey, it, brand new bass uh, player. Like let, they okay. don't have it. They're being like Jerry Jones. They're not letting Trujillo be Trujillo. Right? Oh, right, right. So Come on, dude. He's so much better than what they're making him. He's out to extremely be. talented. Yeah, they're not letting him fucking. Come on, dude. And he's there. I don't know what it is about James and fucking Lars, dude. They want to fucking control. Wait, the they want to have the control. Because wanna... you see, Dave. 
fucking Davis gets all these badass musicians on there, and he's like, hit it, do whatever, you, do what you got, man, play how you play. And he's still, he maybe still the guitarist though. He's a little egotistical, so he might For tell the guitarist, sure. Don't, tone it down a bit, yeah. don't outstage <laughs> Just me. Just a little bit, but that's it, right? Yeah. But he lets him play. But fuck you, St. Anger, that fucking album sucks. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But what sucks more? Number fucking 16. Complaining about Lars's drumming. Well, we're not you, the only ones that complain. Right. When you go from a full-blown drum set to like a fucking first act drum kit. You're going to notice a difference. You're going to notice a difference. And you're going to notice that this motherfucker... Oh, it's because simple is better. No, it's because he doesn't know how to play that well. That's what it is. The quality of the sound is gonna, dude. You can't, you can't put out like amazing fucking. Because I mean, okay, let's let's be real, David. Um, yeah. And Justice for All was was a bad album. I mean, it was a, it was a bad album because it didn't have a bass, but he was he was good at his craft. You can't like, how do you go from that to like he kind of downgraded his playing skill. His Drums is playing were arguably the best on he peaked on Injustice for All. Absolutely agree. He was wild, drum fills, he was savage. And then to go to a from simple, that to super simple on, well, the Black Album, Load, Reload. Oh, we got a little bit of double bass on Reload. Whatever, <laughs> but uh, it wasn't you know. No, but the Lars <laughs> from Kill 'Em All and Write the Lightning and nah. and Justice for All is like no longer there. Nah, he peaked at his third album. Yeah, but the thing is, is how do you lose that? But it's because how do you go from like peaking, dude, to like okay, yeah, I'm just gonna you know not not try my best anymore. We hold musicians to such a high standard. It's money, dude. I feel like it's all financially tied. You think so? Excuse me, it has to fucking be, dude. I mean, it's like he's like Zeke now, playing it safe. They've been playing it fucking safe for years now, dude. They they have that walking around money. They have that money of like they do a couple of stadium tours in Europe. Call it a fucking yeah, yeah. They're done, dude. You know they don't fucking do normal shows anymore. Oh no, no, no. They're no, they're too big for that shit. What do they play? Yeah, they'll do they'll, they'll do like a house show in fucking New York once a fucking year, dude. But. They don't do fucking. They do stadiums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They do stadiums. No, they don't. They, they don't fuck with crowds that are ten thousand. Ten thousand people. No, they don't fuck with that. Yeah. No, dude. I. I mean, fuck it. Metallica. And that's the deal. The we're gonna have to settle with that. That's where where where, I I get down. Where I talk about, the idea of buying a shirt, for example. Where I'll buy a nice 50 cotton, 50% polyester shirt. Feels oh, those, nice. Those are the skin. best, dude. Feels good. Yeah. And I'll buy one for like 8 to $10 at Walmart. Versus buying the same shit at the mall for like $40. Right. You know, it's the same shit. It's all about comfort. It, yeah. But it's the <laughs> same shit, right? But the quality... I mean, you think would be there, but like, for example, Metallica is the fucking mall brand and there's so many fucking hungry fucking 
bands trying to make it big out there, you know? Like the 10 bands we yeah. we, we mentioned? The other bands, yeah, exactly. The bands that we mentioned. They're just as fucking good as that. Absolutely. They're just For as sure. good as these. Just bands. as good, dude. Exactly. Yeah. There's There shouldn't be any reason. And that's what I'm, that, that was my comparison, is essentially, was, was about. But, you know, money, I guess, money is what, what makes it all happen, you know? You're right. It sucks. It's what it is. But, yeah, man, 16, I don't know, man. I think this guy's full of shit. This guy who wrote the article. He's probably born in the 90s, mid-90s. He's absolutely full of shit. I would have to say so. I, I haven't seen the person's name. Actually, I, I think I might have looked. I don't know if I found the name. Which is why it wasn't there. I don't know. I'll take a look again. No, but I'm glad you brought that to my attention. Because, yeah, there's some things that I disagreed. Like, no, this yeah. guy's full of shit. Yeah. And there's these are some of the things that isn't going to be easy for a lot of people to just let go. Like, to you're, just, right. you're, you're dismissing everyone's feelings also. The idea that if we feel a certain way, but we're not allowed to feel a certain way. Right. Like, it's what like the... Not- what the fuck is that even? Like exactly. If that's how we feel, that's how we feel. That's it, way. Yeah, we're not gonna get over it. No, that's Especially it. Especially from some fucking guy on an article on the internet, yeah. way. Not even a published article. He's like writing for media. I mean, for loudmouth or whatever. It, it, loudwire. Loudmouth. It's called loudmouth. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> this motherfucker also probably did it as clickbait. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. They yeah. they love doing that shit. They love that shit. They got them the money. That's all they care about. And again, we've been talking about money makes everything go around, right? You're right. So maybe that's what these cocksuckers like are hoping for. Fuck that. We, yeah. I'm stuck to my to my ways, and I think so are you. And yeah, a bunch of us metalheads are for stuck sure. in our old ways, and we're stubborn. Oh yeah. And he's just gonna have to. Yeah. He's gonna have to deal with it. He's gonna have to deal with us because that's the way we are. You deal with it, fucker. And then <laughs> it should be the other way, right? Like how you said, you need to get over the way we feel. Exactly. That's it, dude. Yeah. Yeah, pues. Mm-hmm. We wiped our hands off this one. Right. I think it was a good. One. I think it was good, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, I think the next few weeks or so, I'm gonna have a couple more episodes. Up. I have a lot of ideas though. I just need to get the right personnel, right? Uh, for each top, uh, like the topics and stuff like right. that. Right. So, I want to see hopefully do a series, uh, mini series, we'll call it, for bands that make you want to play, and then it'll be certain instruments. So I don't want to give too much away, but uh, keep an eye out for that. Yeah, yeah. Keep an keep an ear out for an that. E- yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, so, an ear. Yeah, yeah. But. You know what? I think we're done, dude. Yeah. How about we call it? I say so. Yeah. Buy the ticket. Take the ride. Take the ride. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Laters. Later. Later.